It is the 200 level from the basement, kind of why, as live as we're going to get for episode 57? Yep. 57. Is that right? 57. Wow, 57. And we don't have a name for it yet. We're going to kind of determine that based on the second half. We could do any sort of pun about stepping on people. Stomping. Stomp the stomp the Mackie. Stomp Painter the, uh, stomp puns. Stomp the paint. Stomp the Mackie. Yeah. Like monkey. It is a, it's a Big Ten road game. It's ugly. It you know, and I watch this and I get frustrated, but then I remind myself that when you're on the road in the Big Ten, it's it's a chorus, right? It's, well, we don't look ourselves and we, we look messy. We're making mistakes that we wouldn't normally make. It's a road game. I mean, look at, look at the other two ranked teams that came into Purdue. They were both down 20 within like a few minutes, it felt like. And Illinois was up most of that game. And if... Obviously, we're not going to blame this, this little deficit all on Allen, but I mean, if you take away those free throws and the possession, then we're we're winning. It feels like Illinois is a better team. Yes. I don't know if that means they're going to win, but it feels like Illinois is better than Purdue. It does. I know Robert from Align, I tweeted that out, and I felt the same thing. I had to reply to it and think, you know, yeah, we are, but you know, that's what makes it all the more frustrating is just, you know, the reality of going on the road in the Big Ten is that you are not going to be playing your best ball in all likelihood, and that, yeah, the home team is on average, going to draw more fouls than you are. I don't, watching that first half, the fouls I had the biggest problem with would have been probably Georgie's first. I didn't necessarily have an issue with other foul calls. I didn't feel like the disparity was solely because Purdue's the home team, which I get okay. when I watch like a Wisconsin yeah. game and I see them flailing about. I didn't get the same sense with Purdue. And in fact, actually, there was a charge that Trent took that, Probably should not have yeah. been. I mean, he he got there last second. I think you just let that go. But yeah, I, I think overall the officiating has not bothered me. It's just Purdue. I look at them and think I don't know how good they are. Yeah, I don't know. the only thing I didn't think much about the foul discrepancy either until I saw the free throws. I think at one point we'd only shot one and they shot like thirteen. But yeah, it it could be a lot worse considering it's fourteen to one right now. Okay, so that is pretty free bad. Free throw discrepancy. Well, that it is, is a disparity bad. for sure. Right now, Dan Dock is just speaking with Brad Underwood. Now, this is going to be something that will be interesting to kind of look back on. When we put this out there, which will be about like 9.30 after the game. So people yeah. might listen to it you know, within an hour and a half of when this thing's over. People may listen to it on the way to work on Wednesday or while they're at the office on Wednesday. But uh, what we're doing here for the first time is essentially reacting live to the second half as we see it. And then a little bit of post-game reaction. And, you know, as we're reacting live, there will probably be less for us to say when the game is over. Now, that, of course, all changes if they win. True. And we can still talk about that. Exactly. Because it's a one-point game. So think about this. You look to the Wisconsin game. I felt like they were in far worse position at Wisconsin than they are now. And that's even including the fact that Allen is not going to be available in the second half. But you also didn't have Georgie for about 16 minutes of the first yep. half. Which I don't necessarily agree with that. To sit him the entire half. I think you could have brought him out. A little bit of like a gun shy mentality there, where just tell him to play it careful and not get up in harm's way. He needs business. to play it careful, anyways. I mean, we had Demonte for the last few minutes of the second half guarding harms, and that's just such a, mitch, yeah. a mismatch. I'm, Hamlin's just a body. The yeah. Demonte guarding Nogel Eastern might be the worst offensive matchup in Big Ten <laughs> basketball history. Oh Those two guys are guarding not to guard each other because. Well, and Demonte. We were texting about the other day has not scored this decade still. True, and he's oh four. Oh, run that by me again. He hasn't scored this year, and there have been about five games. And right? I think he's it's almost uh, been a month. He hasn't scored in like the last six Big Ten games. I want to say he scored. <sighs> he against, scored against North Carolina A and T. Yeah, which was December twenty seventh. 
right? Something like right. that. But he did score in like the first Big Ten game. Okay. So I don't, but I don't think he scored in any Big Ten yeah. games since. It's been almost a month. Yeah. I'm I'm triggered now. Someone on Twitter had found a picture of Harns and said, "Is that fanboy carp? Do I look anything like what? Harns?" Maybe I if don't he did, see that at all. Maybe if he did the little if he ponytail the here, there's Harms looks like an eight year old who plays Fortnite yeah. in a grown man's body. <laughs> there's two guys on Purdue that desperately need hair product, and that's Harms. Stefanovich too. It's Stefanovich. Yeah. Stefanovich is a wreck. Harms has like a hair thing, which is annoying, and he's always messing with it. But Stefanovich just clearly rolls out of bed and does yeah. nothing well, to who's, himself. Who's the Purdue guy? He's the bald spot. He, he needs uh, <laughs> he needs Brian Urlacher's for him. They have 35-year-old men playing yeah. on their team. They do. That are probably, you know, eighth-year eligibility guys from Bucktown, Indiana. <laughs> Bucktown, Indiana. But this is a game at Mackey. It's kind of crazy to me to think that, okay, I can remember distinctly, we talked before about breaking that streak up at Cole Center, and I can remember vividly watching that last win at Cole Center. I don't remember the last win at Purdue. I, I do, either. actually. I mean, and, I remember when it was, but I don't like remember where I was when it happened. We were at Legends. It was still over the holiday season, and I want to say in the 08-09 season, it was still late December, 08, the first Big Ten game okay. or something like that. Went overtime, and you beat Jawan Johnson, Robbie Hummel, those guys with Chester and Trent Meacham, Dimitri, and I guess they're – Starting lineup would have been rounded out by Davis and Tisdale already. Maybe I thought that was 09. It was the it was the quintessential Weber okay. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And I don't know. I I may be wrong about that. There may have still been a big that was on that team before it was the Dimitri, uh, Mike Davis, Mike Tisdale trio for Dominique another couple Keller. years after that. Dominique Keller not, was not quite yet, or was it too late? He would been the next year. Okay. Because it was the following year that you played Arizona at the United Center when the Correct. Dominique, or sorry, Gonzaga, right? It went the Dominique overtime. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so the second half is about to get started. I may as well let you know that the second half of this Illinois-Purdue game is brought to you by, not officially, but through the 200 level, DP Doe. And for all the best deals and prices on Calzones, go to dpdoe.com. Uh, we got custom zones. We got make-your-own zones. And uh, you see, this is weird. I'm doing this on the fly, and usually I have a live read. Yeah, well. I'll just cough your way through it so that it covers you up. You're feeling okay. I feel great. And everyone's looking at me like I've got the plague because I just can't stop coughing. (laughs) It's just an itch. It sounds horrible. It's like just like a flummy cough. Okay. I just can't get rid of it. I don't get coughs. I feel fine, though. It's about that time of year. And I'm not contagious anymore, so. Well, I know it's going to cure. Let her rip, I guess. Go to the DP dough. Yeah. Talk about comfort food. Heck yeah. (laughs) And nothing better to order, actually, if Illinois happens to triumph, or even if they don't, you can eat your sorrows away with DP Dough. Again, they're custom and make your own zones at dpdough.com. Also, Fourth and Kirby, you can find them online at fourthandkirby.com or the Illini Union Bookstore for vintage-inspired Illini apparel. And, uh, of course, State Farm agent Brian Hansen. Brianismyguy.com. Best domain name, of course, for any insurance need. I I say any. I don't know if he's got pet insurance or not. He's got auto, home, life, <laughs> renters, all that kind of good stuff, too. So Brian Hansen to brianismyguy.com. So we'll be, of course, mentioning them throughout as we watch the second half. The The paint crew, is that their name? Yes. Uh-huh. The paint crew is pumped, and we are underway. So this is kind of a new uncharted territory for us. If we if we like doing this. I like it. Maybe we do it Saturday during the second half of the Michigan game or something. It's kind of fun because we, we could technically do whatever we wanted, you know? No, exactly. So this big dude, number 50, what is his name? Williams? Uh, Travion, Travion Williams. Williams. That's their yep, Williams. Yep, yep. And Purdue misses Surprise, a three. That a offensive rebound. So that bodes well for Illinois. Yep. And well, oh, my gosh. They literally wow. got five chances on that possession, Trying and now it's a scrum six. for the ball, and Illinois got it. Wow. Let me tell you something. If that doesn't bode well, I don't know what does. <laughs> Purdue could not get the ball in on five attempts. That was five straight rebounds. 
And a lot of that They're was just, just trying to pad their own yeah, stats. Kind of a scrum around the hoop, but Illinois Get gets it, it done. Ooh. There we go. And an alley-oop to Kofi Coburn. That is, Andy gets felt. That's so nice when you have a guy you can just be like, all right, I'm going to chuck it in the vicinity that's of the hoop. And then dunk and just over harms with the foul. I got to say this about Kofi because his offensive efficiency was not great in the first half. But you know no. what? Again, back to this course. It's a road game in the Big Ten. You're facing a guy like Harns. I know not the best defender in the Big Ten. Yeah. But, you know, he's acclimating himself just fine. He's got 11 points and nine rebounds. He had a big a big man move in the first half where he pulled down a board, put a little spin move on, and put it in. He still gets wild at times, but you can you can just see, even through the season, I think Orlando Antigua has really just progressed him just, you know, halfway through. Dan Dockage was talking about how he will go to these combines and things <laughs> in preparation to the NBA draft to kind of just see what his stock is. And Dockage posited that he may be a lottery pick now i don't know about any of that but you know what he's people a rare breed really split i know steven bardo on our show said that he was a lottery pick and then other people are convinced that he wouldn't even be drafted this year there's his double double with the rebound. double double after he had with defended travion williams and forced basically a shot in the front side of the rim so now illinois with the ball good start to the half so far up 32 30 and i'm thinking you know this is the kind of game that if you were to win this and this is what's kind of fun to think about people listening to this in the aftermath of it. Knowing what happens. As yeah. we sit yeah. here with 18 and a half minutes to go, if Illinois wins this game. That's two fouls on Harms right away. That's big. Go ahead. Uh, and two fouls on Purdue to start uh, the half. None on Illinois. I'm thinking, you know, the Wisconsin game is big. But yeah. I love the idea of just kind of slaying every dragon out there. Yeah. In the same season. that There's only two left. You haven't won at Purdue since 2008. You haven't won at Michigan since 2010. You haven't beat Those are the Penn only State. two long streaks. I remember distinctly six long, tries, yeah. but yeah. There was a game at Michigan back in, I think it, it was right after Christmas in no, Georgia. Georgia's three. first three. Oh, wow. On, splash. 35-30. Georgia is shooting better from three <laughs> than Io this year, so... Uh, I don't know what the discrepancy is, but it's about the same percentage, and Io... But, yeah, it's just interesting because we get mad at Georgie for shooting so many threes. He's had two, well, I say two good games in a row. His five minutes so far, it's kind of hard to judge <laughs> him. But, uh, and the Northwestern game was a welcome return to form for him because, you know, listen, the midway, mid-range jumper we all know is not the most efficient shot in basketball. It's probably the least efficient. But he yeah. was playing with confidence on the offensive side that, you know, I say that. I mean, certainly he was confident in what would have been, what, the Rutgers game at home. Mm-hmm. Was that his worst game well, of the year? that's the problem is yeah. I feel like he's always confident. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to treat him He was hitting carefully. his shots against Northwestern. He was right? hitting his shots, and frankly, it might have been the difference in that Man, game. his I, hair. I'm sorry. Stefanovic's hair is... It's pretty awful. And you know what I hate? It's not a style. It's, it's just... like he got, what, the the seven on top and like a one on the sides. He just yeah, left I, it all I, up there. Yeah. I hate the t-shirt under the jersey look. Yes. Yeah, that's I, a you terrible look. You just look like a bum when that's you do that. That's a terrible that. look. You have to be dropping like 45 a game, I think, to wear that. I don't even think that would make that. you look good. <laughs> well, and the way these jerseys are made, you don't even need to be that cut to still look relatively yeah. cut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there can't be many guards. I know this is just getting back to the game. There can't be many guards in college basketball that are scarier than Io in transition. Just how fast he gets to the hoop, and like he seems like he can put it up with his right hand from underneath the basket sometimes. If he had a shot, yes. he'd be a top yep. ten yes. pick. I mean, yes. he will find his way in the league, and if he wants to go now, he can. By the way, eight nothing run for Illinois. They're up thirty seven thirty. Timeout for Matt Painter. That's not a bad start to the half. No. Time to put Kipper and Hamlin in the game. <laughs> Man, let's, Keep that run going. As we take this commercial break, of course, brought to you by DP Doe, 4th and Kirby, and State Farm Agent Brian Hansen. Kipper Nichols had the good and bad of Kipper Nichols all rolled into one in that first half, and it's just... Uh, 
There was a lineup for a minute there that was. It was Felice. Let's fill that uh, lineup card out. Felice, Nichols, Demonte, Kofi, and maybe. I think Trent may have been with him for a bit. Okay. Io. Uh, it was either Io but or Hamlin Trent. So there was there a score. Hamlin was in there yeah. instead of Kofi. Instead of Kofi. <laughs> and there was a maybe 45 second. I think there was a foul that Illinois had, and that allowed you to start getting yeah. your guys back in there. But uh, that was scary. And I thought, my God, if you. But oddly enough, I think they only gave up two. And that wasn't even around the Alan Griffin sequence. Yeah, you sustained the blow. Well, what, I mean, the Georgie two quick fouls were game-changing, potentially. I mean, um, the fact that he had to sit out the entire second half, we weren't able to build on that lead. So, yeah, we've had some interesting lineups in already, you can say that. This ESPN. Well, you know what the music is, right? You've heard it before. And then then, then there's like a little stinger. And then it starts over. (laughs) You know, you were saying Brian is my guy. He has insurance for pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. The one thing somebody around here needs to get insurance for is, you know, (laughs) Illini fandom insurance. So if you break your TV Mm. or remote control or crash your car on purpose, because because Kipper, you know, chucked up a terrible three or something. It's a pair of headphones at 93.5 that are split in half. Thanks a lot. Or you Uh, can't say, I will just say that I was watching the Illinois Miami game at the station. Mm, Okay. And I'll just leave Ah. it right there. Was it Rob? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and it wasn't when they went up big. It was when I missed the shot. Speaking of Lon being pissed off, well, actually, yep. I wasn't even talking about that earlier. What, what, what kind of tradition? It's always good to pivot transition? to that. Yeah. It's fine. No, but we, we were talking about the streak at Michigan yeah. and how that goes back to 2010. And there was a game there, I want to say December of 2013, right after Christmas. So early. Okay. Was this when Harbaugh got or 2014. It may have been, and we had a show, Tay and Jay, but it started like four to six because the game was at two. So we were essentially a post-game show. And we're watching it, and Lon and Jeremy and I had yet to watch a game together, and Lon was livid. <laughs> what had happened in that game is I think Illinois had you know six, seven-point lead, kind of like what Illinois has now. Everyone, everyone's feeling good at this point. But then Michigan makes their inevitable run, and I think Aubrey Dawkins. Yep, that yeah. game went to overtime, right? Went to overtime. He Illinois had like lost nine it. threes. Were in we, that game. we were up thirteen or something in the first Probably. half and blew yep. it. Probably um, that was the Harbaugh game because they pivoted it to ESPN because uh, they wanted to show him getting introduced at halftime. I love what you're saying about Lon because you can just tell by his tweets when he puts like extra <laughs> exclamation points yes. or he'll say like "damn" or <laughs> something like that. You can just tell he's probably actually throwing things in his house. He actually had a very kind of zen tweet earlier as Purdue brings it with uh-huh. a five on a basically a 12-foot Anytime jump. Eastern scores, it's fundamentally annoying because you know he's got no offensive None, game. None, but you and know what? Well, shoots like his left hand is broken or something. What would be a comp? Has Illinois had a guy, a glue guy that plays like 25 minutes a game but couldn't shoot? Uh, Take DeMonte. DeMonte, Williams. DeMonte misses a three. He's 0 for uh, 8. <laughs> I've got your example right there. I mean, just I know Harry hates this, but he's due. He's due to make a three at some I mean, point, right? I guess I if guess. you keep, keep chucking. Seriously, DeMonte against Eastern has got to be the worst offensive matchup in the Big Ten. You would wonder. There's got to be a Ken Palm metric that would show worst possible Big Ten one-on-one matchup. Well, DeMonte, Trent, Trent is just nails today. a 25-foot. Oh, oh whoa, whoa, whoa. shrug. <laughs> <laughs> the Jordan shrug on his way back. Four for five Right from to three. the Purdue bench. All the 35-year-olds on the bench watching him. He's one of those guys where if you're on the other team, you're like, that cocky mother. Yeah. But, but, but he backs it up, right? right. So of course, you can't yeah. get that well, mad Well, now at he him. is. You know, there was a part early this season where I wasn't oh, really Eastern sure Oh, Eastern two for was. two. That's nice. Right on DeMonte. That's okay. And by the way, man, I'm not going to join the DeMonte 
Williams Hay Club because I think he's just limited in what he can do. So it's not a question of him not yeah, it's trying. It's not hard frustrating enough. that no. like he has more to his game and he's not showing it. It's just that he doesn't. Great that pass. was a feed with about sixteen to go here Beautiful in the half. Pass. A feed from Io that was through traffic to Kofi for another dunk. That's kind of like uh, one of those, you know, Aaron Rodgers throws where it goes through four guys and uh, you have no idea how it got Wasn't there. that nice against the 49ers? Yes. Oh, that was great. Very cathartic. And it was on Aaron Rodgers. Yes. It wasn't like he had a great day and the Packers let him down. He was the one it's who kept Eastern. turning it over. Did you see on the one play, um, they fumbled the snap. Oh, my God. Harms now makes a three. three. Give me a break. Uh, About they, uh, 1540 to go. They fumbled the snap. On the exchange, yeah, it was on the butt, and like and Rogers guy just stood there, yeah, didn't do, didn't, didn't do anything, didn't go after it. It was pretty amazing to see him so bewildered at the end of that game. I think Jimmy Garoppolo attempted eight passes, right? eight passes, and then they were talking about this Mostert guy. Is it Hostert or Mostert? Mostert, Raheem Mostert. Mostert. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. he scored like, two touchdowns against wonderful. Illinois He's in twenty fourteen. Would that have been the game where Crouch had to come in? Yes. Okay. The overtime loss. That's right. right. Crouch yeah. looked decent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. We take another break here. Second half. Great start. Uh, for Illinois, they are Sorry, up I'm just six. And here's the thing, too. They're drawing the fouls against Purdue, and I like Illinois as a free-throw shooting team wow. late. I Especially if, if you, let's say you're in the bonus, last eight minutes of the game. Io, go. Yep. Do your thing. Just Jeez. go to the rim. You'll either find somebody or you get fouled. Good things will happen because Purdue, for as good as they are at home at Mackey, I don't see anyone on Purdue that when Io really wants to turn this thing on, mm-hmm. and this is what's really cool about the last three weeks of this team, is the emergence of Io as the closer. And that's what NBA players do. They close games for you, and he did it yet again against Northwestern, which we haven't really talked about that game. Did either of you guys actually go to the I Northwestern? I was there, yeah. Okay. It was actually surprisingly busy. For Trevor, a, you were... Or, I was you watching with Rosie. Rosie. Yeah, <laughs> Rosie was really into it. But it was packed, though, right? Yeah, it was... <laughs> pretty pretty full besides a few of the upper decks, you know, behind the backboards. But I, it kind of felt like, I don't know, the Northwestern game last year at home was literally identical. Oh, like, they just kind of hung around, and then we ended up winning by a yeah. few at the end. But we should have, you know, pulled away. And we say that as Northwestern's beating think, Maryland at home. Northwestern yeah, is not I do terrible. Think Northwest, I walked away from that game going, like, Northwestern had a really good game. Not necessarily, like, last year's game, I do agree with you. Last year's game, I walked away and thought, like, how the hell did you only beat that team by five? Whereas this time, I walked away thinking, wow, Northwestern put up a really good fight. And I know that sounds super cliche. And he's got the lacrosse player and the guy who's never played before out there, but they played well. It's the Big Ten. And here's how I view it, too, with Illinois. There's a hump to get over. Yeah. The hump is making the tournament for one. And they're on path, at least, to do that this year. Uh, This is the stretch, though, right here. These five, six, seven games, really. A seven-game stretch where if you go even, you know, Three and four, right? You're in, and you're in golden. But I'm thinking that as as part of that process of going over the hump, there's still going to be games like that. And what's encouraging to me is that the Rutgers game and the Northwestern games, which in previous years you would have slipped in one of those, yep, you would have lost them, and you didn't. And you're finding this is in this weird Big Ten. Illinois is finding creative ways to win games, and, and seemingly in a variety of different ways, uh-huh. which is what we haven't had. You know, the past few years. Think of how many more games we would have won last year and the year before that. Brad's first two years, if we could have just had a closer, like just I remember the Maryland game a couple of years. I think it was oh, Brad's God, first yeah. year when we we came back from like nineteen down. If we would well, had that- a closer in last year, there was just multiple games where we didn't have a guy that would make that winning shot like we do have with Iowa that week-long stretch Brad's first year where you went to Wake Forest you were up late there was like a bad call for goaltending or something frustrating game and you lose by five then you go at Northwestern 
you lose in overtime, even though you hold them scoreless in overtime until like the last 30 <laughs> seconds. Something weird like that, yeah. Uh, there was some stretch like that. And then you come home and you're up by two with four seconds left against Maryland and end up losing in overtime. So you could have won that all three games. That was a bad week. And you know what's funny? At that point, it felt, and this is probably the honeymoon period that Underwood had that first year, it felt like, oh, we're going to make the tournament this year. We, we, we totally thought that yeah. because I remember after the Wake Forest game, you and I both tweeted that this isn't a tournament team and people freaked out mm-hmm. on us. I remember getting into this weird Twitter thing with Anise McEwen about that how was, I was expressing that was, that was then. Yeah, I was expressing doubt about Underwood uh, or concerned that that was a big loss. And she said, "Well, look Trent. at Trent Frazier. Oh my goodness, unbelievable!" So that's his fifth three of the game: forty-five, thirty-seven, Illinois, fifteen to go. But she was making the point about what Jawan Evans and that Oklahoma State yes. team did. Well, they started two and eight, and the I, there was aberrations to everything. But we've seen with Illinois that those early non-conference losses can come back and bite them. Now, the good news is, and Jeremy tweets this out, and this is, I think, worth repeating, you win enough games in the Big Ten, the selection committee's not going to give two licks about Missouri or Miami. No, not at all. If you went 12 or 13 wins in the Big Ten, you'd be a four seed. Honestly, you could be. You you would be. As Io takes to the hoop and finishes... Did you see the point Illinois lead 1430? This is is where it's getting dangerous. Now the problem is I'm getting into it to the point where I'll be upset if they lose. uh, There's 12. Was there 12 Big Ten teams in the top 40? And there's only five in the next highest conference. Yeah, I think the ACC and Big 12. Yeah. yeah. Now some of that is going to cannibalize itself, right? right? Like someone's going to have to lose. I mean, Purdue is barely over 500. And they are what, like 30? They're 17th in Ken Palm. Yeah, why can't they be the team to uh, cannibalize and and lose? Sure, why not? Them, Penn State, Michigan, sure. Good uh, help there from Kofi on I'm Harns. fine. Eastern has taken their last four shots. He's actually made three of them, but I'm fine with that. You can keep shooting them. Go ahead, Eastern. 47-39, Illinois with 14 to go. <laughs> but you're right. This is this is where it gets to that point of the game where you can taste the victory. Uh, I don't like that because now I'm, so I'm going to be upset. There's so time left. Win. Can I give you something that makes me feel a little better, though? Yep. I look at the court right now, and I know Stefanovic is on the bench for Purdue, and that guy's going to hit a three that just pisses all of us off. But... Who's got the playmakers on the court right now? Not named Nojel Eastern, of course. Illinois got their starters in at the moment. Good, come on, finish Georgie. Nice entry fee, Georgie. Oh, that's with tough a to nice make that. This has been really great this game. Iowa and Trent are playing great they are. basketball and complimentary basketball. They are, and that's what was so concerning in November, December was it didn't feel like they were complimenting each other. Watch out, Eastern's on a heater, guys. Oh. Okay, so we have, what, 13 to go, yep. 10-point Illinois lead, 49-39. Oh, DeMonte, DeMonte get it, almost gets a steal. Away. Oh, God, it's back to Eastern. <laughs> and up to Harns. The glue guy almost got fun. a stat. <laughs> <laughs> I was so hoping that there'd be a chance. There'd be a chance <laughs> that we'd come here and do a show as Illinois wins. Oh, and that's man, a no. shot, clock shot clock violation. violation. This second half. Well, you wow. were down one. It was, what, 30-29? to 29? You'd gone on a, ten, a 20 to 9 run? Right? It Could was right? 30 to 29 at half, yeah, so I believe. You, on, you scored 20 points in the first five minutes of this half? Yeah. This this is all to... Here's the good news, right? <laughs> well, first off, back in the Ray Rice dunk game at Purdue, how <laughs> much were you up in the first half? It was 28-10 at that 28 point. 28-10, yeah. So if we, my thought was, oh, God, if I look right now and I saw an 18-point lead with 12.50 to go, but then I thought, well, wait a second. That was in the first half. Yeah, you were still leading by a bit at, at halftime, weren't you? Also, you only lost that game by three. Yeah. So, I mean... Purdue doesn't... They haven't got the foul. Uh, this yep. is beautiful right now. By the way, this Purdue, nice. five fouls as Trent takes it to the rim. And I think this is a shooting foul, too. They haven't lost <laughs> since. I think they lost to Texas. Like early, they lost to Sorry. Texas early on at home. <laughs> yeah. And they, they clearly haven't been in this position at home yet, so they could just be frazzled. I mean, they oh. were killing everybody at it's home recently. 
you know, really just they kind feel of, unstoppable right yeah. now. I don't know why. Like, well, because and this is this is key, right? Again, looking out on the court right now, <laughs> barring any Alan Griffin esque blunders, well, that, I hope we that, don't get that again. Well, let's hope not. But anything that would, barring the three four point swing as Trent nails the first free throw, now you're up eleven. Barring that, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just we're all feeling yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We're puckering up. Well, no, we aren't puckering up, and certainly Illinois is not. But barring that sort of huge momentum <laughs> shift, here's the key: just don't let them. Stefanovic, as he's back on the court, don't let them get a three right. or two in a row yeah. to bring this back into a like six. A nine, nothing point. run. Like right. when you get, you're supposed to get an offensive rebound, and then Kipper drops it or something like that. They pick it up. 51 to 39 with 12:46. I feel like if this lead increases each time I repeat the lead, it's going to be my famous last words, and Could that be. it'll be, be setting up. This would be great podcast uh, entertainment if that is the case. But, but here's where the entertainment just us I want. breaking down slowly. I I, I don't want that. I, I want the I happiest 200 level yet, and we've had a few happy ones this year. Actually. Okay, so Trent leaves, and Felice and Kipper come in, and Georgie picks up his third. But this is okay though. First off, it prevents an easy two from Travion Williams. He clearly hooked Williams as he's going in the yeah. shot. Yeah, it sucks he's got three fouls, but you take him out now before this media timeout, and then you bring him That's back true. out with... I mean, listen, bring him back out with t- 10, 9 to go. You make the smart foul, which is not what Allen did. Kofi back in there. How long was he out? A couple minutes? Not too long. Uh, it, yeah, not much at all. But it, you got a timeout coming up soon. It's so well. great that Hamlin isn't forced to play like 30 minutes a game like all yes, of our backup true. big men have been recently. Fouled again. And who would this be on? Io or Kipper? Kipper? I'm always happy when the foul's on Kipper because it's just like waste fouls. <laughs> exactly. You know? he can, oh, great. Kipper's got the, four. That's fine. He can shoulder five of them. So it looks like this is on the ground. Or are they going to give him the shot? I don't know. They're going to talk about it. There's something to be said for having empty players on your roster to pick up fouls. Yeah. Look at Io kind of peering in there like, guys, what are we doing? Io's kind of an all-hair kind of guy, too. It yeah, always It always looks... Yeah, you know Alfred Payton in the NBA? He yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. He kind of looks Something about his hair makes it look like he's like a bunny rabbit when he runs or something. <laughs> like he's sauntering, you know what I mean? Hey, yeah. not a shooting foul. Looks like Io was persuasive. Hmm. Which, by the way, you're, you're seeing Io do things that pro guys do, like yeah. getting in the yeah, ref yeah, huddle. Yeah, 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 that's true. And doing the hey guys, what we got? What we got here? As we call uh, a, block a block on Kipper, on Kipper. in the that's inside fine. The Keep arc. eating up more fouls, Kip. <laughs> Is this going to be a shooting foul though? Uh, I don't know. Because they didn't count the shot. I think it was a block. So uh, Kipper, yes, he's, he's loving it. <laughs> he has great hair. He, he actually does. Yeah, and Tr- uh, Trent's had like six different hairstyles. <laughs> Since he's been at Illinois. I love that the mini fro has kind of come back. Yes. As the first free throw is missed. So, hey, ball, don't lie. Look at the players on the court. There's like six mini fros. It looks great. He Interesting. Was, Kipper clearly had both feet inside the arc. Okay. Uh, there you but, go. There's a problem. Yeah, this oh, is a uh, danger zone because each successive media timeout, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting into that Maryland situation yeah, yeah, yeah. as uh, DeMonte gets tied up. And who's it's our position? ball. Yeah. All right, great. Yeah. But th- this is, okay, if we foreshadow something, don't let it be a situation with two minutes to go where you get a jump ball on a crucial possession and you look back to that stupid play. See, people applaud, as, as they should, I guess, when it's a jump ball possession in Illinois. And I actually hate it because I know that it means the next time there's a jump ball, it's not Illinois In a ball. big situation. The only yeah. way that that – yeah. The only like, I actually like it better when they'll go jump ball, Northwestern ball, because I'm like, okay, well – Wow. You know, DeMonte is just, I don't I don't get he it. He should not be allowed to dribble, <clears throat> I'm telling you. But the problem is, if you take the dribble drive away from and I say that like it's a weapon for him, 
you take that away. What is he? He's literally no, then just I, running around the court. I, yeah, yeah. He's I'm, literally I'm just kidding. someone it's, on the court. And it, it is not. It's not his fault. He's, just, he's in the corner running <laughs> circles or something. It's not Demonte's fault that <laughs> a diversion tactic with Demonte Williams. And yeah. now Illinois had four fouls, so we're going to have a lot of free throw shooting probably in the last probably, five six and minutes. You know of this which game. way that's going to go. As long as that, but here's the thing: build up a big enough lead, and it won't matter. These have all been fouls on Illinois. All yes, of them true. have been fouls. As Kofi might pick up one here, oh, but no, they let him play. Block big block. Great defense. There's hey, so Devontae had the ball for a second. <laughs> 11.45 left in the half, 51.39, or in the game, 51.39 Illinois lead. In Demonte's defense, Tevian is Tevian, and Allen is not currently in the stadium, I don't think. True. So. Nice pass from Demonte back up top to Kipper. He's in no man's land, and oh, Kofi geez. with the elbow jump. It's good. But now, oh, you talk about something that bodes well. If he Kofi get- making an elbow. Jump, jumper from the elbow. This, this is crazy. This is. They don't lose at Mackey. They're down by 15. Yeah, well. 14. You know, like Harry Black says, they're due. Oh, okay, man. so f- again, the foul situation is 5-4. to four, Purdue with 5 fouls. <laughs> Illinois with 4. Oh. Stefanovic gets the look, and he misses terribly. <laughs> oh, no. And the bald man, Brian oh. Cardinal, mini Brian Cardinal. <laughs> Who was, nobody was boxing him out. <laughs> It's and the problem with it's Boudreaux, hard when a three-point yeah. shooter airballs a three, though, because you're not expecting right. him to miss that badly. Have you noticed something here that it seems like sometimes players have been bringing the ball up the court? So what just happened there was Andres Feliz was bringing the ball up the court. Wow. Wow. Okay, nice jump uh, layup there by Iowa, what that I thought might have been a double dribble. <laughs> but what I was saying is there's been a couple times where Illinois, Purdue tends to, if they get a shot made, they will defend the ball full court. Mm-hmm. We'll just have one guy on whoever's the ball yes. handler. yep. And what happens is the refs are sometimes getting in Illinois' way, so you'll see Trent want to go one direction, uh-huh. and he simply can't. Yep. And this wow. is just uh, foul and Iowa and one put back for... and one. So here's the situation yeah. with ten twenty four media timeout, fifty five to forty three. When we come back from the timeout, it's going to be uh, one shot for Purdue to bring it to eleven. Not ideal, but. Not ideal. I think it's a good time for. See, a timeout. I've already transitioned. By the way, that now being up eleven <laughs> is not ideal for me. Well. It, 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 it it's a slippery slope. This certainly beats, though, <coughs> just uh, a game with lead swings. I, yeah, like it, Wisconsin. It, if you yes, but even that, you were trailing five that six the entire game. Lead swings, yeah. yeah that so was for me, out. I was resigned to the fate, yeah. and then you just happened to win the last right. four minutes. I want to be resigned <laughs> to the good fate in Lon, this game. Lon just tweeted a uh, holy piss rocket. <laughs> hey, should we actually go to the tweet line a, a and see what we got here? What, what are some of the tweets that you guys are seeing here? Yeah, that's a foul. Holy piss <laughs> rocket. That's a good one. Let's see. Hans D with the Elmo on fire emoji. Trent, you have me speechless. Wow, Hans. His gift guard, his gift game is strong. We ran into someone today. A guy came into 93.5 uh, to talk to somebody, and his name was Hans, but he pronounced it Hans. Hands. And I'd never heard anyone with that name pronounce it that way. Interesting. Hands. Because not even Hans Molman. It's Hans Molman right. from The Simpsons. This is a side note, but Isaiah Livers' status for Saturday is questionable. It is still questionable, yeah. which that would be huge because if I look back to that game, okay, Xavier Simpson doesn't concern me as much no. because your strength, I think, matches his strength. Well, Livers was the only reason that game was close at the end because I much. think he had six or seven straight yep. by himself. They um, basically dared Simpson to beat him, and he did. Yeah. So this would be a game, and this is where, listen, Juwan Howard, oh, man. First sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just Juwan Howard's like going to be fine. Oh, I know. first place. But oh, stop, anyways, stop it. Stop it. Uh, Juwan Howard is going to be <laughs> fine up in Michigan. Oh, yeah. The way his recruiting is going, he's going to be fine. It's kind of scary what the ceiling could be for him. But he's not John Beeline. And what no. I mean by that is he's let's... He's not really coaching. 
But continue with He's what hanging out saying. and he got Phil Martelli as the best like I, coach. I noticed the other day that Martelli called the timeouts at Iowa. Sure. Like he'd yeah. jump up and go timeout and, and Juwan just kind of stood there. So if they're able to go on the road and almost win at Iowa, they're certainly going to be favored at home yeah. against Illinois, regardless of what happens here and regardless of if Livers plays. But in the Beeline era, it would always be the Aubrey Dawkins of the world. Kitty hadn't really heard of before. They would come out. I think Livers actually was it a year and a half ago or two years ago. Yeah. Where Beeline's guys just emerged and didn't matter. It was some nameless six foot seven lanky guy that With could short shoot the shorts. Three. They'd always wear short shorts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I don't have that same level of concern with the Juwan Howard team. I agree. I think they'll be more. They'll it, go more after the highly recruited yeah. Chicago guys than the prototype system Beeline. Guys. I did see that they had Isaiah Todd, and I mean they still do. He's number thirteen overall, but he is considering going overseas. So that would be. Hmm. A big loss for to Michigan play next pro year, for to, year. Play, to just play pro and you know say bye to college and then just go straight to the NBA. After okay, that. makes All sense. Right. Yeah. Uh, ESPN break here. A reminder that of course the two hundred level is brought to you by DP Doe. Actually, we'll just do one sponsor per break here. DP Doe online at dpdoe.com. I like the Maui Wowie. I like the buffer zone. Do have you had DP Doe? Isaac, I have not. Okay, well I recommend it. Buffer zone and buffer tops. Well, now I need to go. Yeah, buffer zone, buffer tots, and I think since January first in the state of Illinois, their hot the box hot can box. be extra yeah. hot box spicy. Ah. <laughs> DPDO.com, and they deliver anywhere in Champaign Urbana. So if you're like a business and you want some nice lunches, by the way, free throw misses for Purdue. Love no harm, it. no foul. Uh, if you need a lunch at the office, they can deliver, and it's actually great for corporate kind of stuff like that, too. Super affordable, and it fills you up. DPDO.com for all the best deals and prices. DPDO.com. I might have just thought of a potential Bonus. potential title. What about uh, watching paint dry? Or but the, that would imply a the paint is dry. That, that is true. But Purdue has missed. Uh, I guess they're three for four from paint. Three. There has to be a paint something pun, about though. paint. Yeah. It has to be a paint pun. Unfortunately, paint, we can't uh, put up a poll. Really, paint, this is a real time uh, episode titling that we're about to have here. Huh. Is titling a verb? Can can you title? Yeah. You guys notice how Jamal Walker's in the second row. Everybody else is on the first row. <laughs> huh. And this isn't, I'm, I'm saying I feel for him. I'm, this isn't a knock on him. Yeah. But it's sort of like he's just like observing like the teacher in the back of the classroom that isn't really teaching. Who's you know that? what I mean? Who's that? Another foul on Io, maybe. I hope that's only his second. We'll see here. They It looked like they went 1-1 for number 11. Ed okay. Bond is amused. We are halfway <laughs> through the second half. It is nine fifty six to go. It's way too close. Illinois leads fifty five to forty three. I don't think any lead would feel safe at this moment, other than like twenty six. Yeah, points. I know, but it was at fourteen, and you thought, eh, now it's down to what twelve. Norgel Eastern, and that one hits the front Jeez. of the rim, but they get the rebound, and the putback is no good, and Illinois okay. gets the board. All right, all right. So here's the thing: things that always happen at Mackey have yet to be You're happening right. for Purdue. They aren't happening, yeah. It's the same thing as Wisconsin. And Kofi's like, hitting 12-foot elbow jumpers. It just feels like everything that usually goes wrong or goes wrong for us is not. Well, pretty soon it's going to get to the point where I'm just like, defend the three. Right. Not that you're going to just acquiesce easy twos or anything. Call time if you need to. Oh, my gosh. Oh, beautiful Great pass. Beautiful feed by Iowa oh, traffic. Man. He was How on the baseline in no man's land, surrounded by, what, two or three guys? Felice has been huge, like, the past couple weeks, just being one of those senior guys. It looked so, like they were ready to call timeout, but they didn't. Largest lead of the game, correct? 14-point lead uh, for Illinois yeah. under nine minutes to go. Yeah. Iowa's got 10 assists. Apologize for the buffering on my fire stick. Oh, it's fine. 
And this is n- oh wow, nobody that was boxed weird. out. It looked arms. like the yeah. interesting. Did not box stopped. out the seven foot one guy with the funky hair. As Io, Io brings takes it one on five. <laughs> yeah, so fifty seven forty five with eight forty to go. <laughs> but this is definitely that time where during the Wisconsin game, the last four minutes, I was shaking almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you're about maybe I don't know, oh. like six more points and. Georgie's three. <laughs> Georgie's okay, making okay, okay. threes this has, now. This has to happen now. There's no way this What has to happen now? 60 to 45. It's a 15-point lead oh, with 820 right. to go. And Purdue's no? not calling okay. the timeout. They only have two left. Illinois has three left. We're oh, 11 gosh. for 12 in the second half. Oh, my goodness. They, we had 29 12 minutes ago. We have 60. Just and there's a, a foul on a, Purdue. That's well, no, they're calling this on Trent. Wow. So here's what happens. Trent's guy was going back up towards the top of the key to maybe just receive the ball. Stefanovic. And it looked as if he kind of had a hand stiff-arming almost Trent, but it looks like they're calling Trent on, I don't even know what the hell it was. How did he see Felice on that pass going back to Io? This is practice, practically opposite of the Michigan wow. State game where we couldn't make anything. Yes. True. And that's when it blew away. And now we're running away from, not running, we're up 15, but still we're shooting almost 100%. Well, you're getting into the point of the game where every possession is I was just gonna say, one yeah. possession closer to icing this. You're like two minutes away from not killing the clock. But no. Like a few, you're two minutes away from a few more made shots kind of ending it. So here is Eastern again, and he's now he's back scared. at the three-point line, and he's just going to launch up a 16-footer, and it's good, of course. What the he's, hell? <laughs> You know what? Lon called this. He called Eastern finally having a good offensive game. First oh, half, four points, eight points here in the second half. That is actually... What is that, a career high? That is points. essentially half of Purdue's output in the second half has yes. been Nojel Eastern. So it's a 13-point game, but I will say this. You know, you mentioned the running out the clock, Trevor. It's it's something where I want Illinois to just go balls to the wall until the very end. Here. Oh, yeah, no, I don't want them to do it. I just mean we're getting near the point where not... Not every possession will matter, you know. You have a 13 point lead with 7.26 to go. This half seems to be going quick, or yeah, it's just because we're having yeah. fun. No, it and does. We've been making everything. Oh, that was, uh, a, that was a break for Illinois. And they can't review it. <coughs> okay, so uh, of course, this brought to you by <laughs> Trevor's favorite. I'm sorry. Domain. Oh, yeah. I'm talking, talking about my cough, but yeah. Brian is my guy. Yep. Dot com. I don't think he can help you with your cough, but he can help you with any insurance question that you may have. Again, BrianIsMyGuy.com. Have you seen some of those Chicago area attorneys and lawyers that specialize in one specific thing and it's really weird? Like uh, the billboard motorcycle like, accident. Are you a divorced man who crashed a motorcycle? <laughs> Call this number. And it's like, what? It's a larger niche than you'd think. I, I guess. Has this ever happened? Konoski and Associates. Yeah, yeah, What yeah. is the one thing? So I, back in the day when I was in college, <laughs> I would watch the triumvirate of Maury, Jerry... Steve Wilkos. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a long-term settlement, and I need cash, cash now. A.G. <laughs> Wentworth. Yeah. 877 yeah. cash There used now. to be a local one yeah. for Briah Insurance. Briah, yeah. And it was called 355-5555. And I don't know why, but that always stuck in my Six head. Six fives in a row. Yeah. Okay. There was also, of course, Kanoski and Associates. and almost had uh-huh. law and order yes. sound effect to it. And there's a few where they say, uh, call now. Our associates are waiting to take your call. And there's like 12 people at the phones behind them answering. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> it's like, wow, it's 3 a.m. and uh, they're ready to take my calls. And you call, it's just one lady named Bernice who puts you on hold. <laughs> yeah. You know and what's weird? There's... Does everyone that watches Jerry have mesothelioma? Almost. A high percentage. Yeah. I don't I don't know what mesothelioma is. I mean, if you is. watch Hallmark, you got your, your life alert, your mesothelioma. Oh, man. Your... Probably you trade in your money for gold. Did some the of that. gold yep. standard. The rare coin that's going to disappear yeah. if you don't order in the next 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then they've got some where they've got like Javi Baez with the lawyer. 
Nothing to do with the law firm. It's no, just, I am Javi Baez. Call this number. <laughs> I would love a totally app. scuzzy sponsor for All this the podcast. All we the... should get one. Uh, let's see. Should we go to Twitter, see what the, the sure. folks are? What's Illini Nation? Do you guys actually subscribe by the term Illini Nation? I never I, use it. Honestly, this can't be true, but I don't think I've ever uttered that phrase in my yeah, life. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know if I have without I, I, tongue <laughs> planted firmly in cheek. Okay, so here's what we have. Let's see here from... Hmm. Let's see. Steve Greenberg, eight minutes ago. Kofi Coburn swishing 12-foot jump shots is a beautiful thing at his age and size in 2020. Truly rare. If only the Illini could find out what it's like to have him for two seasons. It does seem like it's trending that way, doesn't it? This is from um, Brad Evans. Yeah. This is the best half of Illinois basketball since the 2005 season. Not close. Wow. <laughs> Calm down. Well, if they hold if they hold the lead of this length and they continue to make what I know, but like the first half against Michigan State last year when they were ranked what third or whatever, you right. were up by ten at one point. I do I, think I don't know if this is the best half since you have a was, point, but I that think that was all I O kind of. I mean, in a sense, this is pretty much team perfect team basketball in the second half. Well, and to that point too, the Michigan State game last year, when you consider the context, nothing to lose. No, right. A lot to gain in this game. Would this be a quad one win? Yeah, oh, because yeah, if they're sure. a top 75 team and right. it's a road win. And, it's then, at home, and you're yeah. done playing them now, so you can root for them to win from this point on. Exactly. Has Purdue just played like every good team in college basketball so far for them to be a barely 500? Trent. Oh, in and out. Geez. Okay, so we have about 7.15 to go. I'm going to hate that in five minutes. <laughs> nah, we'll see. We'll see. 7.15 to go, 60 to 47. So here's the... Here's the long and short of it. That would have made it 16. There is a way wow. to play these last seven minutes and not give up 13 points to Purdue. There are, but the refs aren't going to be on your side. That's one thing you have to realize right now. You are tied in the foul column with six fouls apiece as Purdue's shot clock is winding down. If we can get into the bonus, that would be big. Uh, Harns with the turnaround. He misses okay, the front okay, end. Okay, okay. So, again, each and every yep. missed opportunity wow. for Purdue Slow shortens down. this game up. So now there's 640 to go. And we have a 13-point lead still, and we're just kind of uh, pinching our butts over here at the <laughs> Journal-level studio. <coughs> do you ever get that weird kind of tingle in your thighs when I you do. get nervous watching yeah. a game? My Is palms Sometimes sweat. when I'm not watching a game. <laughs> palms are sweaty. Mom's oh, spaghetti. dear. Georgie, Georgie with a three, three, and it is no good. As Kipper gets wow. the board and no foul on him, I thought yeah, there I might thought have been some contact. I sure yeah. it was going to be a foul. Okay, now you can wind it down Another to six possession. minutes. I told myself I wasn't going to kill the clock like this, but... So, by the way, your lineup right now includes DeMonte and Georgie and your three guards. As Shot Trent is dribbling down. and he needs to just shoot the ball. And this oh, is boy. Kipper. No good. And it's ah, over the back of the rim. Georgie would have had that, too. He blocked I out. guess we did waste almost 40-something seconds 45 seconds. Yeah. Okay, so six minutes to go. And we are now in... As a fan, it's so hard to not just do the countdown mode. Look at the stat, though. Big Ten, uh, home team's 42-7. and seven. The next best conference for that home record, Pac-12, 23-9. You go all the way down to the ACC, somehow home teams wow, are 17-22. and 22. That's actually just because there's a bunch of cruddy ACC yeah. teams. Yeah, that makes sense. Did you watch any of the Duke-Louisville game? I watched all of it. That was a great game. Rosie great and game. I had a great afternoon of hoops. Just watching <laughs> hoops, man. And She's... it always feels good, even though that wasn't the most emphatic one against Northwestern to... Just get the win yeah, on your yeah, belt yeah, and then right. enjoy some more games. Well, that plus night. they're ranked right now, so in the, on the on the on the crawl, you're going to see them almost see every yeah. time. Uh, is this Eastern backing it down? And he, great block by yeah. Kofi. Oh, that's out ours. of bounds, and it's All going right. back to Illinois. All right. My fear, Trevor. I just had the jump ball possession arrow see? flashback. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, that does not bite Illinois in the butt as yeah. I stumble over my words with excitement. Five and a half minutes to go. Can we give 
another thing to, <laughs> to, give, to give this team credit to survive a Allen Griffin type thing like that and just be playing this well is honestly yeah, insane. Yeah, because I was ready for the narrative takeover to be, well, that was it. Well, Allen didn't play. Sure. We had, yeah. And oh, this is out on no. IO. A little bit out of control there. I like the assertiveness, but okay, you so are... you haven't scored in a bit here. You are a foul away from getting to the line, but so is Purdue. Purdue's possession. I don't know. Just, the three-point shooting ability of Purdue makes it feel like it could easily be 60-57 and like... You got to give Illinois... You got to give Brad the credit, too. They've only shot like four threes, and they're a yeah. pure three-point shooting team, so something we're doing is drawing them off the line. This is going to be Captain Obvious. Hold a double-digit lead going in the final media timeout. I'm not too worried. But right now it is an 11-point game with five to go. <coughs> Here's your lineup. Georgie, Feliz is bringing the ball up. You also have Trent. This is just perfectly uncomfortable right now. Uh, and yeah, but you know what? You get another shot. I know, but this is like a two-goal lead in hockey in the third period. It's I hear, perfectly I hear uncomfortable. Saying, yeah. Okay, so right now we have nope, nope. nope, nope. Georgie Sorry, does not take that's that my three. That's reaction when I see Georgie <laughs> on the three point. Feliz line. is taking. No, and this is going to be an easy two okay. for uh, Purdue. So here's the situation: Do you call a timeout now and reset? I would. Four thirty nine to go, and Illinois does yeah, take the timeout. timeout. Probably smart. <clears throat> Nine point lead, and this I hope Trevor is the moment that we pucker up only to make a shot yes. and just. Yeah. Start playing good ball again. That was what happened there in that sequence was Andres Feliz driving, wanted to kick it back out to Georgie, who was too deep in towards the hoop, and it just sailed over him in an easy layup for Purdue. So we, I, we know what this feels like. Shot I, probably shouldn't, I probably shouldn't bring this up, but what was the <clears throat> discrepancy against Maryland. Do you remember how much we were up with? I know About we were up this much. Yeah, it was, like, much left, it was like right? nine, nine. But that was a slow drip. That <laughs> was, yes. We didn't score much in the second half. Yeah, so that game was one where even in the first half you were up as many as 15? 15, I think. I think the first half was 39-24, I want to say. And you were up, what, eight? Yeah. Did you At see uh, right before the game, Lafonso Ellis was on SportsCenter, and they said, Lafonso, what's your one upset pick of the night? And he said, I got Purdue beating Illinois tonight. Funny and that Vegas Lon has and the I home- <laughs> turned the TV off, and Lon said, "Screw you, Lafonso." <laughs> he's not fond of Lafonso. No, he's not. That's from the era of the Lou Henson yeah. getting in trouble. And I still don't know like the full Is context it? of that story, but whatever. Purdue's favorite, aren't they? Purdue's favorite five yes, and a half points. Yeah, I yeah. guess he was just talking ranked team and oh. getting upset. Okay, so we have four twenty-five. You're right, and actually now at this point they're all big possessions. I think you just stay aggressive with it and try to get the foul. Io by Io, he loves that mid-range jumper and rhythm, and now it's an eleven-point lead with four ten. That was really been with you guys for a game. Uh, I haven't watched a game with you guys either. I don't know. This is wow. That was almost a four and a half minute (laughs) scoring drought. We'll have to do this more often. As Purdue misses a bad floater right there. Okay. Okay. That okay, was a so big 30 seconds right there. Yeah. Huge, and now it's under four. 11-point lead for Illinois. Yes. 21st-ranked team in the nation, 13-5, and 5-2 five, five and two in the Big Ten. At Mackey, Purdue 10-8, and 3-4 and four in conference. This would be a quad one win if Illinois can hold on. Purdue's lost four home games in like four years. Iowa with another Iowa game. again! And this is an NBA player who is trying to close <laughs> out another game for Illinois. 64-51 to 51 is the DeSumo family. Understandably goes crazy on TV. Okay, so oh my goodness! As we all start to, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, so this is an every possession now is essential they just for Purdue. Start taking threes, they do. Georgia, get out on there. Teacher. Get out on the ball, man. Good, oh, big great, block. and it's out on him. Off of him, off of him. Perfect D by Georgie right there. Now I want to make sure they didn't call a foul. 
Ooh, Rejection. He got his shot swatted, but they so called the personal, personal foul. Oh no! So that's four. We don't, have the, we don't have the audio on. So. Who? We got. I, I put on the subtitles. Yes. As a chicken is dancing in the audience, or is that a turkey? What is that? An eagle? It looks eagle? like an American. But it's got eagle, like a yeah. gobbler. That's <clears throat> weird. Anyways, a reminder as we go to break on ESPNU that the 200 level is brought to you by fourthandkirby.com. At the Illini Union Bookstore, they got a great spread there. You can also go to fourthandkirby.com, and they got this really cool crew neck Illini basketball sweatshirt. They got the font from this late 70s program when Illinois and Iowa played at what was then called the Assembly Hall. Remember those days? Back in the day. Back in the dizzle. Iowa is cold-blooded. That's from Harry Black. I would agree, Harry Black. (coughs) Who's from Connecticut? Who's the most clutch Illinois player since Iowa that you can think of? Well, you can go back to Darren. I mean, that goes without saying. Before that... Io to me has more of a frank quality to okay. him. For one, he, Darren was a really good three point shooter his junior year, mm-hmm. and really late in his sophomore year is when he started getting going as a shooter. Io doesn't have that yet, but when it seems like the team needs someone to make that drive to the basket to get either the mid range or get fouled and go to the line, Frank is the most reminiscent one for me. We need a stat on like Io's final five minutes stat like shooting percentage the past few games it would probably 75 percent or something crazy like that and to take it even further than that if you went with offensive efficiency in general so if there was a ken palm ranking for io last five minutes of every game in the month of january right it's a crazy streak that he's on right now and it is remarkable you know i'm starting to wonder too and not to, you know, famous last words again, but I'm thinking back to early this season, the frustration I had, or even three weeks ago at Michigan State, and it's like it was in front of us, so we were responding to what we saw, but my dad and I had this conversation when Illinois won on the four-game win streak in football, and he said, you know, maybe we should just be patient, and, you know, yeah. I, I go back and forth on this because- I had this thought, too. Right? Yeah. I, I did have this, and, and it's hindsight because it's ended up working. Yeah. Right? So you're like, yeah, maybe I should have just been along for the ride, I but I did have that thought, I don't right? think in football or basketball, though, it was literally night and day difference. You're it's right. It's not like there was, like, the the fact that we lost to Miami and Mizzou, like, a month ago. It wasn't a meteoric rise. No, this like has been a sharp a, up and down. Right. So but not, I did think, like, how Lon just said he's just going to sit back and let Lovey have six years. <laughs> what the hell? You know, why, why not? You had that I, thought, too. I, I did have that yeah. thought. I don't necessarily subscribe to it, but mm-hmm. I did have that thought. Like, yeah, maybe we should just give him a decade and see what happens. He's probably going to have that. Because <laughs> I think it would take a terrible year this year for him to get fired. Yeah. I, yeah. Like four and eight. And honestly, even I, I mean, because I could see that. Happen. Well, and that's but my anyways. concern too with the defense. And we need a, oh, de- we need a transfer D lineman. We need like three Bad. of them. Yeah. Okay, so here's Illinois. Uh, they are up 13 with 319 to go. Now Purdue is going to the line, and I think for two, they're going to call yep, that a shooting that's foul four on Georgie. Georgie. So that is a concern with 319 left, less so than if there were six minutes left. As Brian Cardinal Jr. heads to the line, just shave your head at that point. Right. He's got to be – somebody's got to check his birth certificate. I've never seen that Actually, much bald. Actually, he's, he's got his look going. I got, I, I'm just kidding. He's, he's got it going. Mm. What's this guy's name? <laughs> Evan Boudreaux. Evan Boudreaux. He's French, I He say? spells it like you, – you know how they spell Go Tigers for LSU with the X? Yeah, he's got the E-A. Okay, so he makes his first. Now it's a 12-point game as we do sort of pseudo play-by-play. Heading to Molly McGrath on the sideline. We are not Molly listening McGrath. to the audio right now. Good sideline reporter. She is a good sideline reporter. <laughs> really good at what she does. Yes. Yeah. Okay, here's the second free throw. 3.19 left. Illinois gets the block out. They oh, miss it, so it's still a 12-point lead. And now it just comes down to you get like one more shot. Yeah. Right. 
Trent with the ball, bringing it up court past the timeline. I'm going to try a little play-by-play. Is that okay? Go for it. Uh, pick up tough. I'm not as good as this as yeah, Dave. What's teamed. his name? And here comes I. Oh, see, I'm a terrible play-by-play. Okay, so what? Ten on the shot clock. Yep. Io He's out by the gonna, half court line oh, as we pass okay. over to Georgie. He's going to take okay. it in to Kofi. Kofi needs to take it up and he misses it, but gets his own board. Kick it out. Let's okay. go! And he right, makes right, right, the okay. shot. It is a 14 point Illinois lead. <sighs> Kofi is just 240 to go up today. Crap. He is eating up okay. the paint. Right, right. He's got 18 and 13. I actually would have preferred he kick it back out to waste 30 seconds, but that's fine. He hey, take it in. Two. Take the two points and go with it. No, you're right. As Purdue hoist oh. up a floater to bring it within 12 and Time a quick timeout by Matt Painter. They have one left. Illinois shooting 100% from the free throw line. That yep. has not been said very often. What are they shooting in the second half? Like 80%? It's got to be something crazy. That was interesting because Io kicked it to Georgie in the corner, and I was worried he was going to run the shot clock down and hit a three. Instead, he had takes a really good drive to the hoop and kicks it to Kofi. You know, Kofi's actually got good hands. I mean, I know he's had his sloppiness, but for how big he is, he just grabbed that board easily and put it back up. He's- Jamal Walker isn't in huddles. Well, you know, <laughs> is no one else talking about this? Like, it's essentially a demotion because Underwood had his guy, Gentry. Right, I right. know. And, and again, I'm not siding with one side of it or the other, but it's just weird. It's like, like the offensive coordinator being up in the box. Yeah, he's like he's, he's, just, he's sitting in the second row right. by himself, and he's not involved. You know what? If I'm Jamal Walker, though, or any other coach at that level, for that matter, let's say I'm setting up a home somewhere, right? And you say, well, here's the deal. You can go be a recruiter and be one of those three assistants at, um, I don't know, what's an example, Valparaiso. Right. Well, or like, you can uh, stay here. And Paris Parham went to Milwaukee. Sure. Yeah. And you're already kind of building a home. For me, the hardest thing about being a coach, apart from having to deal with recruiting 17-year-old kids, would be the constant motion. Yes. Agreed. Not having a home, necessarily. Ooh, Trent oh almost boy. travels here. Call timeout if you need wow. it. Okay, they get across the timeline. Here's Feliz, and Was here's he the time or? or the foul. Looks foul. like he was fouled. Illinois people are clapping. Okay. And Feliz, he's kind of pointing at his elbow or something there. So I, this doesn't matter, but someone just tweeted, a huge fight just broke out at the end of Kansas versus Kansas State. Players are throwing chairs. I can't wow. wait to see that. That was, that was <laughs> a blowout, Kansas State too. was getting smoked. Yeah, it's 8150 or 81 Giant fight in Kansas, Kansas State. Some live audio for Let's you. Let's see here. <laughs> this looks like Xavier Cincinnati wow. level. God. Okay, Feliz makes his first. Sorry. Oh, they're in the crowd now? It's essentially WWE. Yeah. And we thought Allen's thing was bad. Wow. Man, oh, man. Okay, sorry for the distraction. No, it's fine. Okay, so uh, Feliz <laughs> makes one of two, so it's back to a 13-point lead. game. You can two twenty. They're threes. basically going to... It's going to be two minutes by the time they're they giving Easter in that three. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> okay, funny. just don't let Stefanovic get... Is Stefanovic just even on the court right now? No, he's not. Here's a long two from Eastern. Oh That's not even close. And Kofi grabs the board okay, and gets right. it to Io, but he got fouled. Kofi's Kofi. Fouled. So he's going to the line, and we are That's now. That's foul, eight honestly. fouls on Purdue. I Still think? the single Seven? bonus. Do they call it single bonus yeah. or just bonus? I think it's just. I think bonus. it's just one and one. Yeah, bonus. As you look up at the Big Ten standings, who does Michigan State play? I was going to say, how do we get in oh, first? Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> By <laughs> no, the way, uh, Maryland is up eight. At Northwestern now with a minute to go, wow. so they finally came back. Twenty-four okay. point swing. Michigan State is at Indiana. Okay, and then at Minnesota on Sunday. That could yeah, be lose. That could. Be. I mean, Indiana would be the one. Indiana, right? yeah. But you know what? I say that, and then Minnesota's had a few home wins this year. Michigan. Yeah. Minnesota hey, this is Michigan. almost going to be a blowout. Well, it's a fourteen-point lead with two hundred seven as Kofi <laughs> swishes his first. The second half for sure. Like Illinois if Purdue been dominating. misses a few more shots and they keep fouling you, you could win by twenty. 
And Kofi, the second one's good. So now Kofi's you're up. 15 with 207 to go. And here comes right. Nojel Eastern. He's just going to have to start chucking 35 footers. Well, he cannot waste sign. any time here. He's going down no, no gel. to the. I'm a terrible play by play guy. Here's number two. <laughs> I love that <laughs> they keep Eastern. handing it to Eastern. This is great. They're he's their play by play. He's their worst offense. And he's, and he's, he's right now, he's their best. With his offhand. 13 point game. The clock is still running. That's an, I thought it stopped under two when there was a made shot. Okay. Uh, Trent gets inbound. There was a little bit scary, oh, and you get the foul. Trent's going to the okay, line. Okay. okay. All right. Man, is this? You think this is going to be compelling for the listener? Post? Not really. But here's my <laughs> thought: the the most listened to 200 level by far was after the Michigan State game. Hmm. Okay. People wanted to relive that, yes. right? Yeah. But that was still two days Not after. Live, yeah. yeah. So we're going to be putting this up there <laughs> for anyone at home listening to this now why does it matter why am i telling them like we're live uh they're going to be listening to this after the fact and they get to relive what brad evans called the greatest half of illinois basketball since 2005 uh, this That's is pretty good timing that we recorded i mean that. no kidding statistics wise it's probably hard to argue that though it's back to a 15 point lead yeah, you're right, with 140 yeah. now for those who remember the illinois arizona game <laughs> oh 15 God. point lead with four to go Dude and that was seemingly insurmountable up a chair and smacked a guy with it that's crazy purdue misses a three and you know Out what trevor that's this ours. is going to start turning into blowout territory it's 135 illinois ball up 15 are we relaxing a bit yeah six and two wow Five in a row. 14 and, and five. And not just talking about tournament, but now, hey, what seed are we going to I mean, get? you could you could potentially oh lose Lord. a bunch of dumb games and still be easily be in. And here comes Io as they're trying to break the 10-second cross. They do Ooh. to Trent across the court. He gets fouled. No, they, yeah, they, called, yeah, it. Wow. they called it. So we got 127 to go, and we're just kind of biding <laughs> time until the buzzer sounds in Illinois. Holy cow. What a half. Unbelievable. What a half. You had 29 points, 19 minutes. I just had a, of 71. a friend, a Michigan State fan, text me and say, dude, you must be so pumped right now. Look, they're all leaving. Wow. How about that? <laughs> you just are, um, let me rephrase, a minute 27. Fans are literally streaming oh to the exits. Goodness. It did. In Arena. We flag. Since 2008. It's been 12 years. Oh, this is a lot to digest, i got to be honest. The streaks are just going down. Oh, my goodness. I did have a thought this morning, not this. No one would have thought this, but I thought, you know, not the joke we used to have with Harry about we're due, but I thought the timing works out in that you had the sloppy home game after a week off against Northwestern, mm -hmm. and three short days later, you go on the road to Purdue, short trip, what the hell? This team and plays better on short rest yeah. and adversity. They I mean, do, and that's why Saturday early morning after a Tuesday night game, fine. Yep. They the, actually the might be. Works. They might be favored now at Michigan. You think? I think if, you'll if, look at Michigan two and a half point favorites. Why is Eastern play? taking all the shots? As they call, they actually a, call a foul on Illinois. Foul on Illinois with a minute sixteen to go. Seventeen with a minute sixteen left. Oh my goodness. But Purdue's got the bonus, or I mean, Purdue's got the possession, so we have to take that in consideration. <laughs> a jump ball could swing momentum exactly. here in the last minute, sixteen. This is bizarre. Okay, so let's let's try to. Uh, I, I want to be careful not to unpack everything yet until the buzzer sounds. Yes, yeah. is that weird to do? Yeah, I superstitious. By the way, there's that. The chair. This is a feed from courtside of the Kansas Kansas State brawl. You missed my the chair. god. Somewhere in there was the chair. Sorry. All right, so Purdue makes their first free throw. They're that could down 16. hurt them for a long time, actually. Matt, they haven't lost at Mackey in 16 games. Wow. I just got a text from Lon. Holy bleep. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have him call, like, real quick? Yeah. If he's available? Let me see. Want to join? <laughs> the 200-level <200 laughs> live in progress. 
The 200 level live in progress. Felice able to get it across. Two on wow. one. Don't make a mistake. Purdue's given is up. Fouled. Okay. 73-58, 15-point wow. lead a minute 10 to Man. go. So let's start unpacking this a bit. I, okay, all right. So you're down I'll, by I'll, one at halftime. I'll pack it back in if it gets within, like, single digits. How's that? Okay, you're up by one, You're down by one at halftime. Yep. 30 to 29. The way that that half ended, too, was a little bit, you know. Uh, Discouraging. Sketchy. Yeah, because six seconds to go, you had an out-of-time outplay. It, it resulted in a really <coughs> just kind of desperate shot by Andres Feliz. You go to the locker room, and the optimist view would have been that you were only down one with yeah. as sloppy as you played because it was a very sloppy half for Illinois. Right. Georgie makes his first to go back up 16. Then you get into the first media timeout, the first four-minute segment of that first half, and you're up eight, I believe. Yes. Yeah. You started off 11 for 12 in yep. the second half. You outscored them, what was it, 20 to 9? It was 49-39 yeah, at so, one point. So you went on a, like a 27 run. So Brad Underwood must have just given the best halftime speech of all Maybe. time. This is, though, something that I mentioned last week. Two possible narratives, and this was after the Rutgers game. Purdue misses that three, so now we're really kind of They're into... They're still fouling down... Okay. Hey, well, I want the 20-point win. I'll take the 20-point win. Okay, so last week I said that there were two kind of check marks in terms of narratives that I was thinking of this team, and the first one of, is obvious, make the tournament. Right. Well, you're on path to do that, okay? Yep. Uh, if you just hold serve at home by this point, you're going to be 12-8 and eight in the Big Ten. But, like, what if we're really good? Well... Let's get to that. Okay, all right. So the second check mark was, <laughs> what if you graduate from merely a tournament team to having a really yeah. good season? Yeah. And what I love about the progress, and we mentioned this team is finding different ways to win. Well, now they're finding a way to win a good old-fashioned ass-kicking on the road against a Purdue team that we'll see where they go. But if the tournament were held today, they would have been in it. And regardless, they never lose at home. No. Regardless of how bad. Eight and one at home this year. The one loss was to who again? Texas. Texas at the beginning but, of the but year. But that wasn't a blowout. When's the last time they've lost by 20 at Mac? I don't know. This to is going to be team. something that we'll have to. We'll they, probably see a stat like that tonight or tomorrow. The largest loss at Mac Arena since. I think they beat Michigan State, what, 29 and Virginia yep. by 29? This is uh, uncanny. Is pretty brings it within 17. Does this, some, correct me if I'm wrong, point. does this somehow boost <laughs> Illinois? tournament resume too that we won by so much yes. by double digits well, the right? Net, boosts the net, net right yeah. right so even margin of victory now at. is factored in yes okay over well, that's 10 a i think you have to win by over double digits correct to but, boost that yeah i think that that's the metric yeah, yeah. actually i think it, as long as it's over 10 it doesn't matter it's that it's 20 okay come on and yeah. a closer Iowa Iowa with the fire. not an exclamation oh point my but a god little 15-footer to go up 79-60. to 60. Purdue bringing the ball up slowly. They have waved the white flag. They probably did a while ago. What a second half. This is, this is I think, Brad Evans' call that this is a 50-point second half on the road against Purdue. You gave up 32 points at Purdue, a team that shot lights out at home. You defended the crap out of them all game as Andres Feliz dribbles this ball to the corner to end this game. Illinois what? taking a, win. a 79-62 win at Mackey Arena. Yeah! First win <laughs> since 2008. Unbe that was it, December 30th. It was right during yeah, the holiday season. It, yeah. Wow. Well, now to that second point I was talking about. And it was sort of wishful thinking after Rutgers. I thought a lot of things still have to go right. But the way this team is progressing as we now go to the Missouri-Texas A&M game. The way this <laughs> Talk about a letdown. <laughs> But, man, I mean, this team's progressing. 
not exponentially because we saw a game like Northwestern. We saw that there were still flaws. Mm-hmm. But in this Big Ten, there's not a team that isn't flawed. They're so the hottest the question, team in the Big Ten right now. Yeah. They are. And so the question is, what team in the Big Ten has the highest ceiling? I'd still go Michigan State. I right. would too. Yeah. But, but then get in line. <laughs> you know, get in line. Yeah. Right now, you would say Illinois would be probably number two. Yep. Uh, Ohio State, you think are still dangerous based on their early season yeah. success. But keep in mind, I think, wasn't one of those wins North Carolina? Yeah. They stink now. Right. And the other one was Kentucky. And then um, who else did they beat? They, they they lost to West Virginia. And then that's when things started to go <laughs> south. But yeah, you're right. They have the talent. and But you can't look at many other rosters in the Big Ten right now and say they're better than Illinois, besides maybe Michigan State. What is the biggest flaw for Illinois? I'd say three-point shooting. In the depth. Yeah. The depth. Um, and depth. Which we saw tonight. But right. that's, that's the amazing thing. Talk about creative ways to win. If Griffin he, goes out, and I'm thinking... Oh God, Demonte is going to play twenty five minutes. Uh, you're going to have to get Tev out there, and Tev looked bad. He's just out of sorts right now. Mark Smith for three. Continue. And then Kipper Nichols didn't have that great of a game either. So your your wing position is still maddeningly yes. inconsistent. Which and in yet, my head, like you just tweeted, I just go holy field, holy field, holy field. All but right, continue. But then this happens. So what does it matter? Yeah, what the hell? Y- you do you need one. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. In basketball, that's what's nice. If you got six or seven guys playing great basketball, you don't have to go much deeper than that. You you don't when you need, when you've got Io Kofi right. Trent. I mean, like you honestly don't. And can I just say, there's pretty much the same amount of people in this basement right now that are at this Missouri basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how did we lose to them? Nine and eight, Missouri. Well, let's not even th- think okay, about that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just, you Happy just episode. won at Purdue, right? By what? Twenty seventeen, nineteen. What was the final score? Seventy nine, sixty. How badly did you beat them at home? Sixty three to thirty seven. So what's that deficit? Twenty seven. Twenty six plus seventeen. 40, 43, 43 combined points. So say Purdue makes a tournament, you beat them by a combined forty three points this year. That's what That's really crazy. good teams do. Well, uh, okay. What does this mean going forward? You got Michigan. What a half! Yeah, <laughs> and that's the half we decide to record. That's our the first half we decide to record. Are you and kidding I, me? I feel like we're doing listeners a disservice because I'm still wrapping my head head around this. And maybe as they listen, they were in that same headspace at wow. eight eight ten p.m. Central Time on Tuesday. But I'm thinking, okay, going forward, the Minnesota game next week at home, I feel pretty good about. Yeah. Uh, but the Michigan game, I'm looking at now, not as a game that you're going to probably win, but I feel good about it. And you know that the team feels better than I oh, do. Heck yeah. yeah. And it's kind of house money, right? It's totally house money. And think also. You swept Purdue this year, too, uh, all along with Wisconsin. You swept and Purdue. And the way that you looked at home against Purdue, I remember thinking after that game, boy, it's going to be frustrating to go to Mackey and lose when. All it is is just a matter of home court. And yeah, when you know you're the better team, yeah. right? But what about Michigan? Think about this. You controlled most of that game. You were way better than Michigan that game. With livers when Michigan was red hot and they were a top 10 team. Number four. So who's to say now that they, without livers, at home on a sleepy Saturday morning. Yeah, you're right. Now, I don't know who Michigan's playing before. Who who do they have this they week? They just lost to Iowa a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Are they off the rest of the week? I can look. Because um, I would take a long layoff for them if that's the case. Yeah. But regardless of that, I do like the timing of this team playing a bunch of games in a row. And then next Tuesday, you're back home from Minnesota. Michigan plays Penn State tomorrow okay. before they play Illinois okay. on Saturday. Home or away? They play <coughs> Penn State at home, then Illinois at home, okay. too. But you're right that uh, the the takeaway going into this week was Illinois probably maybe a better team than either of the teams are playing, but I don't know if it's going to matter. And now it's like, well, if it does matter, they should beat Michigan on Saturday, right? I, I mean... I think they're the better team. Vegas will come out with a spread no more than three. 
Yeah. I wouldn't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to go against the home home team even after what we saw tonight. But eventually, you know, this five game streak, it reminds me, well, this is apples and oranges. Illinois football, I kept waiting for them to revert. Right. I don't have that same sort of no. Uh, no. about this team because the key things are this. Kofi is playing at a level that freshmen do not play at. Io is closing games out regularly. Regularly he's closing yeah. games out. Trent is Trent of old. Yep. And those are three really good Big Ten the players. The rest doesn't even matter that much, and you saw it tonight, right? And if you can get some consistency out of Georgie, who when he was out there tonight looked pretty good. When you can get, well, Alan Griffin, who, you know what? I think you send the message. We, didn't, we haven't talked about this yet. I think you suspend him for Saturday. I don't think you play him. Even though what he told Underwood apparently was, essentially, I slipped. Is that what? Where did that come from? On Twitter? He said uh, yeah, it's someone because there was a halftime interview which I did not listen to, but apparently Underwood <clears throat> said that Alan Griffin had told him that he had slipped. Come on, that's like you know someone going to the ER and they got a bruise. You know, it's like a wife. And uh-huh. like, what happens? Like, uh, I I fell. fell I was reaching for some cereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, give me a break. Uh, so I I think you sent a message. You sent him. Because we found out today you don't need him. Now, eventually, right. long-term, depth-wise, you do need him. Well, this is interesting because Allen's been one of your best players the past few weeks, and he gets kicked out right away, and other guys step up. So you have confidence in these other guys now, too. Illinois is you... off to its best eight-game start since 2006. Okay. Uh, they've won five in a row for the first time since 2013. That team made the tournament. They did. They won six in a row in the Big Ten, I think, after yep. that Indiana game. Yep. Is that correct? They were 7-2. and two. After Indiana, he went up to Minnesota and got a big win. Yeah, and they got a string of wins. I think it was maybe a five-game streak because he got to 7-7. Seven and seven. You ultimately finished, I think, 8-10 and ten in conference. You still finished yeah. below 500. Yeah, yeah, but you beat Indiana in the 8-9 game that year in the Big Ten tournament, didn't you? Yes, you beat the, no, Minnesota. I'm Brandon sorry, Paul Brandon had a Paul shot against buzzer beater. Yeah. Then you played number one seed Indiana and, and lost, lost by like eight or nine. Yep, yep. But as I look at this team and I'm thinking about Alan Griffin, I mean, here's the thing. I like Alan Griffin. I like any player with an edge because you need that. But there is a fine line, and maybe not even that fine of a line, between playing with an edge and just stupid. It, it yes, seemed, to, it seemed yes. to get the best of him tonight because you could tell he had kind of that moxie, that swagger the past few weeks because he's been making a lot of shots, making big plays. And we liked, you know, when he got in Mark Smith's face, you know, back in the Mizzou game. And but that wasn't dirty. No, that, that's, that's, that's good, clean trash talk. But when you let it get that far, <clears throat> you're right. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Brad sits him on Saturday. And here's the thing. That would have been the narrative, right? Yes, absolutely. If, if you lose this game by, and my fear was this, I'm watching the first half. Trent's making threes. No one else is making threes. And we know this Illinois team doesn't make threes all that often, mm-hmm. other than the Northwestern game, I mean, whatever that was. But I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is going to be really heartbreaking when we lose this game by three or four and you look at the three-point shooting percentage and Trent gets his three and no one else made it and we just couldn't shoot. Yep. And then Purdue being at home, they were able to shoot well enough. That was what I thought the narrative would be coupled with Alan Griffin. That was the key point in the game. But when you win by 17, it renders that point yeah. moot. It's mm-hmm. a total footnote. You did shoot 44% from three tonight, which is a lot better than you've been shooting, I Trent believe. was five for six. Yep. Georgie That's, was yeah. one for one two. One for two. No, he, he made two of them. Two for he? three? Two for three. Yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> who, <laughs> else, who else made threes tonight? Bishanis Vili was two for three. Trent was five for seven. So okay. it was just those two that made threes. Really? Io missed okay. a couple, I think. Io missed a few, yeah. But here's the thing. If, if Trent's shooting threes, then that honestly can be enough for this team because yeah. back to the consistency. The Northwestern game now is another aberration mm-hmm. in terms of this team's defense. Mm-hmm. Yet again, 
on and on the road, no less, at, at Mackey Arena, where this team, I think, was shooting 47%, and they were shooting 39% from three. Mm-hmm. You held them to 62 points. And after an ugly first half, where you gave up 30 points to Purdue, uh, you hold hold them to 32 points in the second half. So again, we're back to this remarkable consistency that defensively. That was a perfect half. And think about the Rutgers game now, too, in hindsight. Yep. yep. It was looking better and better. Uh-huh. They're going to make the tournament. And they're going to probably be a decent seed at this rate. Holy they look cow. to be an 11-win Big Ten team. They could lose on Saturday and still be ranked. Who's that? Illinois. Oh, they're, they're going to yeah. move up a spot, period. Yeah. I, I think based on the fact that the Big Ten, you're going to have a jumbled mess of five teams between essentially 12 and 25. Yep. And then it all comes down to which teams can win a couple on the road. Illinois already got two. They have two of the eight. Two of the eight. They yeah. have 25% of the conference's wins on the road. And not at the rack. No, and not at, at Bryce Jordan. Cole Center and Mackey. And could have been at Maryland, too. Unbelievable. Now, this is getting me excited about. Um, so, my parents have season tickets. They've had it for a long time, since 78. And Kara's a Michigan State grad. And it would be that Tuesday, I think, February. Tuesday the 11th. Uh, Tuesday the 11th. Which is eerily close to because it was a Tuesday night back in two thousand one, the first paint the whole orange game. ESPN February six or seven. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, a little bit of cool synchronicity with that. But you know, I'm I'm trying to think how do I kind of nudge them like you know, okay, Michigan State grad. Because <laughs> back when Illinois wasn't playing all that great, they yeah. even said, hey, you know, if you want to go to that Michigan State game, you right. guys can. And I'm like, I don't care. We're just gonna watch it on TV. Yeah. This is probably sometime after the Missouri game. And now I'm like, uh, can can we go? To and like the Maryland this, game, the Maryland those game two be games, big. yeah, that is going to be electric over there. As long as you do this, beat Minnesota at home, yes, and win one of these next three road games. Yep. But if you win one of these next three road games, keep in mind, if you hold serve at home after that, you're 13 and seven, huh. at worst. Yes, at worst, that is a four seed in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I that think, right woo! there. With the way the oh Big Ten's God. going, the way the Big Ten's going, if you can just play consistent, I think you should be a top four seed in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, I mean you're playing the best in the Big Ten right now. I'm having a hard time processing. Yeah. I'm totally it, it, having a hard time. I just processing. you know like I I missed that latter half of the first half on my way here. I sit down, they're down by one, and like ten minutes later, they're up by seventeen. It, it feels like the Wisconsin game at the end where we were down the whole time. You're like, did we just hit like three threes and take the lead, and now right. we won? Like, it, it, yeah. we just blew them out at, it, at Mackey. It's just insane to fathom. The closest it got in that second half, last ten minutes, was nine points. Yes, you immediately follow that with two shots of your own and go up thirteen. No problem. I mean, this is back to the idea of what good teams do, right? And I'm trying to think of the best Illinois teams that I've seen, and I don't want to get in this discussion yet. <laughs> because you still got a month and a half. Yes. And I certainly don't want... People could say you're eating crow carp, and maybe so. But at the same time, this is a remarkable run that they're going on. Difference between this and football is this seems to have some long-term prospects because uh, they are, back to this idea of finding creative ways to win, I'm thinking about how those little moments, being up nine on the road with four to go, can be a tricky spot when you have a good home shooting team like Purdue, and then immediately you shut the door yep. with two shots. That is what really good teams do. And so I think, many examples of that, right? I think back to the Bill Self teams were a great example of this. In the Big Ten, they won two of them. And then the third one, I think they were a game out. They, they would have won three Big Ten titles in a row, which no surprise when Bill Self is your coach. But that's what they did, is that they, there'd be a road game in Iowa. And it'd be kind of ugly. But then somewhere in the last media timeout, you know, when it was a five-point game, you were starting to get a little bit tight about it, Frank would come through and save the day. This team just continues to answer the bell in this last 
three-week stretch. It's remarkable. They close, and they close strong. Something clicked. Like, I don't know if it was after the Maryland game when you blew it, or maybe... But you still have the Missouri game after that. Right, but you were never and you were never State. leading in the second half against Mizzou, I don't think, were you? Oh, so you're talking I'm, about second I'm half saying, closing I'm it out. second half closing it out. You've Like, we've seen so many of that in the past. It's just something clicked, and they don't panic. It's like... <clears throat> No matter what situation they're in, they just play basketball and play what they've been doing in practice. To me, it switched with the Michigan game when Kofi Coldcock, the ref, <laughs> and then yeah, the momentum died. We're right, all right. thinking, "Oh crap!" Literally. And then you closed it. You still yeah. won by ten. There's another points. example of closing strong when you could have puckered up. Right, right. And then what's weird is then you go into this weird no man's land in the season that we're going to look back on in media guides and be like, "Well, that's weird. How did that happen?" And if I were to think of a comp, it'd be Lon Kruger's third or fourth team. This is uh, well, his last team. Let me correct that. His last team, right before Bill Self came, four seed the NCAA tournament, lost to Missouri in the Bragg and Rights game, had a couple losses in the early going, and then they kind of, kind of found their way as that season went on. Uh, this feels a little bit like that, where okay. you're going to look back in the media guide, you're going to see a couple losses, and there was another one or two for Lon Kruger's team that year. They thought, what the hell? Uh, that's what this is going to look like. Is Those will be the aberration games. But that, right, it's going to be the what the hell. Not the, oh, remember when that was a sign of things to come? It's going to be like the, you know, when Selection Sunday, you always have the bad losses and then the quality wins on one side. It's going to be, you know, Mizzou and Miami. And then the other side is just going to be loaded, it feels yeah. like, with just a bunch of teams. And Miami's doing okay. Yeah, they played yeah. Duke tonight. They're, Missouri's yeah. the worst loss. They're 10-8. Right. and eight. Missouri's 9-8. and eight. Yeah. So it's not like either of the teams are, are 10 games under 500. But, I'm, but yeah, they're, they're going to be bad losses. Bound, yeah. Missouri? I think probably. I mean, they yeah. finished five hundred in the. I mean, they're nine and eight, so they got to finish around five hundred. Only one and four in the weak SEC. So who's A and M's coach right now? Buzz Williams. Oh, that's right. He left Virginia Tech after yeah. like two really? years there to go to Texas A and M. That's an odd move. Seems like a lateral move. If oh, there he is hmm. with the vest. He's the guy who sweats so much, so he takes off his <laughs> jackets and vests. He looks like a bloated Atticus Finch. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Okay, so uh, we have let's say another 10, 15 minutes here. Is again, we're trying to digest it. This is going to be right. a little bit shorter of an episode. I don't know what you guys were up to Saturday because we could technically yeah meet at noon Finally. and just do a second Love half it. and see if we can't make lightning strike twice for sure maybe we are just the good luck we need to watch all the second halves together i guess we'll find out on saturday we did just basically come together for one of the most perfect halves in my basketball in a long time and it could have easily gone the other way and something about us being together just brought <laughs> brought the guys together man I'm, I'm thinking today i had a moment at school we sixth grade we have the last two hours of the day for team meeting and then plan so plan period i sit down i had this reflection about okay if if Illinois wins, how amazing that would feel. And I even put out a quick little tweet in the 200 level thing about, okay, happy gifts. Like, if Illinois wins, what happy <laughs> gift would reflect how happy you would be? And, you know, for, that's for fun. Just the inkling that, well, we could do this. And I think we all knew they could. Yeah. But you feel like, well, wait a second. Did we already get ours with Wisconsin? Is it going to be a while before we get another one to maybe put that 11, 12, one Big Ten thing in reach? What I what I feel so good about with this is – for me, so much pressure of watching Illinois basketball the last five, six years has been that every game has felt like it is hinged on making the tournament or not. Yes. Yeah. Every stupid being behind game. behind the eight ball, but being one step behind the eight ball. Not five. Yeah. Not, I mean, maybe in that one really bad gross year when you were 15 and 19, you were more than one step behind. But it always felt like you needed that big one win to sort of get you over the hump, and you were perpetually behind the hump by one game for like four years. And you know about, I think... 
about a month ago or something on the podcast, we were saying, how long do they have to do this, you know, for them to prove that they are a good team and they're not, you know, just getting fluky wins. And I think that for me, that Purdue win, that just justified yeah. we are a good team. Yep. And we're going to play. We might lose a couple games throughout the rest of the season, but we are a good team. This is no fluke now. No. Uh-uh. This is no fluke. And not that I thought that it was a fluke. I thought that this team would probably kind of stumble here in this stretch. But I think that Robert from Illini had posted the next seven or eight games the next eight games, beginning with Purdue and I think going through that Michigan State game or maybe after that it still includes at Iowa. So it's it's a stretch. Yeah. It's a really tough stretch coming up. And I But now to your point though, like say they went on Saturday, okay? At Iowa doesn't really matter. No. Like like it, it I mean, obviously you wanted to win the game, but at Iowa suddenly doesn't feel like this is a huge game. It feels like you know, it's on Super Bowl Sunday. So okay, lazy Super Bowl Sunday, it'd be really nice if they could pull out a win. Not you need I this win to stay in the conversation. The, exactly. The win at Mackey, I think, negates like if you say you did lose to Minnesota and then maybe like an Indiana, it I think the win at Mackey kind of evens out two bad losses. I think that this team could lose a game at home. Yeah. I think they will lose a clunker at some point. Well, and this is the scary thing, right? But but the good news is back to this idea of all the pressure that you feel of watching every game with like, oh God, the tournament is hinging on this. Mm-hmm. And that was the narrative that I'd put in my own head, which back to this idea being patient. Yeah. Well, I know why specifically I've not been patient because it started with the Miami first half and I'm thinking, don't do this to me. Mm-hmm. Don't No, I've been through this. I need you to just win these games and go 500 in the Big Ten and get a nine seed. And then we call it a day and then we build this thing yeah. brick by brick. But now we're at a position where on Saturday... I can wake up and say, what the heck? And know that if 1 o'clock Central Time on Saturday, Illinois loses by 5 or 6 in frustrating fashion, that, well, that's a bummer. But one, it's not going to hurt your tournament resume. And two, you already got two road wins in your back pocket. You're building this goodwill early in the Big Ten season. And this is different than even 2013. You were two and seven, and then you had to build that goodwill in February. That's the other thing I was going to say is when's the last time they've – I mean, we just said 2006 from that stat, but – it feels like they haven't started well in so long. 2006? Yeah. Right? Because even their you good to go seasons back to lately have been, you come on strong late, but you start out really poorly. Okay. You, yeah. So I was just going to say, you have 14 wins now. So would you say <coughs> five for sure gets you in, considering the quality of wins you have already? So you're saying if they only went five so and whatever it would be down the stretch, that would mean they're seven like, and three, and, seven and two in conference. So you have eleven games left. Yeah. Right. So, you so go if five they went and five six. and six, that would make them nineteen and eleven. Yes, nineteen and eleven. You're in. Provided that those losses aren't like Nebraska Northwestern. Yeah. Yeah. That would essentially say that every good team you play you lost to, and then right. you want Indiana, Nebraska. And we still get to play Nebraska, Northwestern again, Indiana at home. Things yeah. set up for your favor in two ways. One, you're not behind the eight ball. Right. But two, almost every game you play is going to be a quality loss, even if you lose it. That's... So it's not like you're ahead of the eight ball, but then you have four potential bad losses down the down the road. Yeah. You're ahead of the eight ball and you could lose like three of your next five and it wouldn't even really matter. Well, now that you've won at Mackey too, like before the season started, I was like, oh dear Lord, we're going to play at Penn State late in the season, at Ohio State late in the season. But now I have confidence. Why should they shrug at that? We could win pretty much anywhere. One thing I just thought of, I mentioned the paint the whole orange game, the first one in 2001. Mm -hmm. It was, I think, number, I don't know, six Illinois, number four Michigan State. So a top 10 matchup. And that was the only time you played Michigan State that year. You had a schedule break. You only got Michigan State and you got them at home. And I'm thinking, what a schedule break this is where I want Michigan State. Here's the thing. 
I'm not going to even start talking Big Ten title because I think Michigan State oh. ultimately they got the pedigree. They've been through it before. They're going to get the ones they need to. And I'd have to look at their schedule, but I think especially the next three weeks is more favorable than Illinois. Mm-hmm. So I would be shocked if we got to that game and essentially it's playing for the lead of the Big Ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! However, gosh. here's my bigger point: not about winning the Big Ten. Okay, we'll cross that bridge if we happen Ooh. to enter that game a game apart, right? <laughs> but my point is that. I'm almost okay with Michigan State. Just go on your run and yeah. let that be the marquee of marquee wins sure. where you finish a 23-win team with all these quality wins on the road and a Michigan State win on home as, uh, at home as the cherry on top. You are, at worst, a four seed. Yeah. The Big Ten is going to probably – Michigan <laughs> State, I think, so they're going to do their thing. They're going to get a two seed. It's Michigan State. Sure. Worst yeah. of three. That's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. That's fine. They've probably – they're going to earn it. Uh, for Illinois, though, you finish second in the Big Ten. That's on the table because now think of the scheduling breaks again. Maryland, you get them back at home. Yep. Yeah. Michigan State, you get them at home. That's and you point. look yeah. at the other teams in the top there, so Rutgers. You've already yeah. got them. And Michigan State, they still have to play at Wisconsin, at Michigan, at Illinois, obviously, and at Maryland, and at Penn State. So um, there's potential losses there. Well, and if they lose one this week at Indiana yeah. or at Minnesota, both are away? Both. They have a lot of home games early. They play at Indiana and at the barn. So that all comes back around, and if they lose one of them, then on Saturday you're playing for to secure a lead. Yeah, with Minnesota coming to town. Yes. 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 If I swear to God, (laughs) if we come here on Saturday after Michigan State loses, what are they playing Indiana? They play Indiana Thursday, (laughs) and then Minnesota Sunday. I can feel it. I can feel it too. Oh God, it are we really doing this? I was actually true. just picturing like number nine Michigan State versus number thirteen Illinois with first place on the line. Can you think how February big uh, how big that Friday night Maryland game it's is going to be? Yeah, drunk test. Yeah. I love it. Yes, seven o'clock or six o'clock. Uh, Do people have time to get good and liquored up for that? Let's the hope. Maryland game is seven o'clock on Friday night. Get that extra hour. People get, take off work about four. Yep, or the local tavern. I'm ready for that game. What's funny is initially I had a hernia schedule for that hernia <laughs> oh, surgery geez. schedule. I'm I'm gonna hold hold off on that just because it's not bad and yeah, it can you can live with it. Sure. Uh, but I, I remember thinking as this team started to win too, I'd already made my decision with the doctor, and I thought you know it's kind of good that I'm not gonna be drugged up, right. and yeah. that if I yeah. were inclined. <laughs> I could at least go out to Esquire yes. or yeah. something and watch the big game and get you know you will. Oh, you're really sacrificing a lot for Illinois yeah. hoops. And I'm thinking about this too. For you guys to sound like the old man here, okay? The old man on the porch that is spinning a yarn of days of yore. <laughs> but I'm thinking about how you guys have yet to see true over-the-moon excitement for Illinois basketball. Now, this team still has work to do to get to that point, but I love the way this sets up. By simply beating Minnesota, and like I said, winning one of the next three road games, that would be at Michigan, at Rutgers, at Penn State. Then you're home for that two-game swing of Maryland-Michigan State. I believe that's correct, right? Yes. So let's check that schedule one more time before we wrap things up here. Okay, so you have at Michigan, home Minnesota, at Iowa. Oh, then I forgot at Iowa. Home Maryland, home Michigan State. At Iowa. Okay, yeah. and then after that's the at Purdue, or at Penn State, at Rutgers. At Rutgers, at Penn State. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Uh, here's what you do before the Maryland game. So you got three games, before, or four games, right? Before the three yeah. games before Sorry. Maryland. Yep, yep. Because if you beat Minnesota, worst case, you're eight and four. Correct. With mm-hmm. a chance to exit that two-game homestand, ten and four, yeah. and then you enter. Oh man, Rutgers, wow. Penn State, and after that, uh, uh, I don't want to say easy, 
but it lightens up. Nebraska, Northwestern, Indiana. It yeah. is easy. And yeah. Indiana at home. Yeah. If it were Correct. at Bloomington, yeah. I'm sorry. I never yeah. like playing there. But I'm thinking about how, okay, if you win one of these next two road games, and okay, at Michigan, at Iowa, I, I mixed up the schedule here, yeah. and you beat Minnesota, you were looking now at what would be a 9-3 and three team with Maryland and Michigan State coming to town, and chances are Maryland will lose, lose another. And Michigan State will probably be at least a two-loss team, meaning that you could enter that game. What would that be? Eight and three, or sorry, nine and three. No, eight and three. Eight and three. Because you're six and two now, and you got yeah. three more. There you go. Okay, sorry, I was mixing that up. Six and two now. Eight and three. Let's say they enter nine and two, and you enter that game just simply playing for a share of the Big Ten lead. And even for that fleeting moment, that night would be total. Early 2000s, yeah. from 2000 yeah. to 2005, when that place, you did not beat Illinois in that freaking building. And I'm thinking I've that, never felt that, to your I point. Either. It's, it's, like, I, I remember to get like the Michigan State college game day win, but you weren't ranked highly at that point. You know, I remember the Indiana win. You were 2-7 and seven at that point. I remember Michigan State a few years ago, you know, in John Gross's last year, which became meaningless. I remember Michigan State last year, but you were terrible at that point. I don't have a memory of going in there. Actually, I do have one. It was Illinois versus Minnesota, Trevor yeah. and Bakwe yeah. era, and it was like 10 versus 12. Both teams were just really good. Brandon Paul posterized it, yes. yeah. and it was absolutely electric, and you lost by 10. Yeah. That's the only legit memory I have of going into Assembly Hall slash State Farm Center of Illinois already being on the precipice of a title or something really, really good. The feeling I want that Tuesday morning is to wake up. And just be like, holy crap, this is a First. big one. This yeah. is a big one. Like thinking I, about it all day. Right? Yeah, I distinctly remember, not just the Michigan State paint the whole orange game, but that was speci- that memory was specifically, you felt like Illinois was on the cusp of a long period of greatness, and they were, right? And they took advantage of it that night. They won by six. It was a great basketball game, and all, everything lined up yeah. for that night. You still have a path right here to line everything up for that Michigan State game. It, I, I'm glad... That you have one extra day between that Friday and that Tuesday. The Maryland game is going to be crazy in there too. Yeah. But here's the other thing that kind of relating this back to 2001 is that you played Michigan State and Wisconsin at home in back-to-back games. You beat Michigan State and paint the whole range. And then I think five days later, Wisconsin comes to town. And that's Sean Harrington feeding Marcus Griffin for the oh, buzzer yeah, beater. Yeah, yeah. And that, that just solidified, oh, crap. Well, yeah, we're talking That was five. right after Great. Michigan State? And that was the game wow. after it. See, I, I don't remember that in chronological order because I just remember seeing and highlights. Not only is this big for us fans, obviously, but just think about recruiting. Bringing in a recruit to a mm-hmm. packed Maryland or in a packed Michigan State top 20 matchups, so that's easy recruiting right there. Yep. It is. And so you're selling yourself right now. You are, and you're looking at a situation which I, I would hate for Kofi to leave, but I think we need to put that on the table now. To me, let's say you get not just make the tournament, but you get like a five or six seed. Okay. I'll, I'll, That's I'll, honestly unfathomable to me. I have never seen an Illinois team be higher than a seven seed. Well, I mean, the Ever. way they're playing my now. Life. This is, I mean, it's trending that way. Five, six, maybe even a four. Um, I mean, God, if they go 13 and seven in conference, you're looking at maybe a, a three. Four is such a sweet spot because I think you, you see the 12 fives happen all the time. Mm-hmm. You see the six 11s happen all the time. You don't really see the 13 fours happen that much. Illinois had decent luck as a In four. terms of upsets, I mean. Yeah. Uh, so as I look at that, and then I think, okay, well, let's say Kofi goes pro, Io goes pro. You bring in, bring in Adam Miller and Andre Crabello. 
find a big, something like that. Right. I mean, or Georgie just returns to the five, and I'd feel comfortable with that, right? Yeah. Uh, you you would likely make the tournament again. Yes. And now you're following Building one blocks, up after yeah. the other. But what would be amazing is to feel this sense of arrival now. And to Isaac's point about recruiting. I mean, listen, Illinois, this is a cool team when they're winning. I'd agree with that. They which are made them all the more frustrating when they weren't. Exactly. When they when they were losing and then losing in just like pull your hair out fashion, you're thinking, you're too good for this. Yes. Like I test I'm I'm looking at a team that should be in the upper echelon of the Big Ten, but when they're off, they don't look that. Well, it's been a while now since they've been off. Mm-hmm. And man, they look cool doing it. The uniforms look cool. I mean, even yeah. like it, it, all of a sudden now, all those things that just weren't registering with me. You won five games in the a row, and I'm back on. Seedlings of swagger right. have started to grow above ground level. The seedlings of swagger are sprouting. Yes. <laughs> so here's the question: <laughs> as we wrap finally up, finally in chapter two of your freaking book, <laughs> the Kofi Beans, chapter one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need a title. By the way, Purdue had 19 rebounds. Kofi had 16. Unbelievable. In the My, game. He does God. need to just get the freshman of the week trophy, his name just engraved. Well, he's going to be second team all Big Ten. What is it? He has to win, is it six more to, he has to break? Win six more to break the record of Jared for freshman Solinger, of the week right? awards. Yeah. But he's got the award itself wrapped up. Man. Oh, yeah. By okay. the way, here's the guy slamming the chair on the other guy. Holy he's mackerel. cocking back the, oh the chair gosh. and hitting one of the other players with it. Holy smokes. That'll okay. be a couple suspensions. So we need a title. Okay, we got paint, we got boiler but all those puns have been done to death or we yeah. can make it a wine eye related pun hmm. i mean there was something about seedlings of swagger have sprouted yeah but that's hmm. i i feel like it should be a macro title not yeah. like an like not like a purdue pun that's just my opinion because after title. wisconsin what was it just like after wisconsin it was what the hell did we call I, I Col- oh, was it? A, was it? Well, we did the Rutgers. No, we did the Rutgers game after we didn't have an immediate response. Well, no, I meant football. Oh, that was uh, Celebration Day. Yeah, so it's something macro. And then for after the Michigan State game was Million Dollar Bebe, which is still one of my favorite titles. Good. That's really a good. good. One. That was a hairy. So black. the player of the game today was what? Kofi. Trent yes. was. Or, I mean, Io and the ah, they all they all played well. That he you couldn't you could do something about stomp because you basically stomped them. Yeah, you, it was good old ass kicking. Um, you stomped them figuratively and yes, literally. And literally, right? Okay, so did Stefanovic make a three ever at, since he got stomped? I know it doesn't matter. He just, just stomped right on his shooting arm and. <laughs> broke okay, so his shoulder. The, I like stomp. Here's here's yeah. the thing: we did Zeppelin puns earlier. Okay, okay. yeah. Celebration day. Right. Um, let's see. Boiler maker, which is they have a song. Do you maker? Do you maker? Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, here's one that they had on Led Zeppelin 3. One of my favorite albums of theirs has some acoustic stuff on the second side, and one's called Broniar Stomp. Okay? Okay. okay. Now, we can change Broniar to something like Boiler E Stomp, or like, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you have two stomps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you have two stomps. You have Alan Griffin <laughs> stepping on right. Stefanovic, which right. is now and just kind of funny. And you stomp them, yeah. yeah. And then you stomp them. Yes. Hmm. Uh, but I don't know what fits in that. And we kind of got to decide now because we're going to publish this. You have to go like boil our stomp. Boil our stomp. Yeah, I don't know if that visually works or not. Or we just go seedlings of swagger, but it's not really a seedling anymore. So uh, Swagger has sprouted. um, But then you'd have to understand the seedlings of swagger. Which we have not titled an episode that yet. That was just a Tang and Carp thing. Anything with Mackie? Um, it, we did smacky. You uh, could do like operation because the thing was operation prolong irrelevancy, right? Yep. Um, <laughs> Which they did until the very final yeah. three point made by Rutgers. Like maybe uh, something like party, <laughs> uh, not party since like it's two thousand eight, but 
Uh, last time they made the tournament was 2013, but last time they won it, Mackey, yeah, 2008. 2008. Uh, okay, so you, Mackey, there's got to be something with Mackey in there. I got to look up words that rhyme with wacky. <laughs> Smacky. Um, uh, good old, God, I'm trying to think. Because it, it's a butt kicking. It, you whooped him. Mackey, smacky. I mean, you could just do smacked with like an S and apostrophe and then the word Mackey without a Y. <laughs> There's not <laughs> much like that rhymes. Sma- yeah. Tacky, I, I shacky, know. khaki. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of is, uh, do you remember Trevor the Simpsons episode where she calls the Corey hotline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, here's some words that rhyme with Corey. <laughs> Story, gory, <laughs> allegory. So now we're just, are you on Rhyme Zone? That's I'm my on favorite rhyme zone, zone, yeah. Oh, man. Achy, breaky, heart. Achy, breaky, breaky. I used to go to Rhyme Zone when I'd write lyrics. I'd be like, oh, I'm yeah. stuck and I need a word. Wacky, yeah. Wacky tobacky is I, whenever I, I hear wacky, I think of tobacky. One that we shouldn't title, Wacky Iraqi. That rhymes with Wacky, wacky. Iraqi. Okay. <laughs> you just come out and name the podcast Wacky <laughs> Iraqi. I completely avoid People that. You're like, what the Man, hell? I'm, I'm, st- I'm stumped. Mackie. Stumped. You're I'm stumped. stumped. Uh, hmm. Some, can we make fun of uh, Boudreaux's hair or bald spot or something I mean, like that? We could, but I feel like that's low hanging fruit. <laughs> you got Stefanovic in his wacky hair. You mm-hmm. got the hairless wonder Boudreaux. You have Harns in his, his 1988 flow. Zach Morris getup. Hmm. That was the seventh worst loss at Mackey ever. Wow. Wow. 17 points. This season, Illinois has given Purdue their worst shooting percentage in program history. Their fourth worst second half shooting percentage in program history, the fifth worst field goal percentage allowed in a half, which was this half, seventy six percent, and the seventh worst loss ever. Jeez, unbelievable. Okay, well, as we wrap this up, uh, honestly, I, I, don't I know just if we call have a title. it. I just call it stomped. That's my vote. I like that, but it might be too like on the nose. Double meaning. You stomped. Stomped two x. Because maybe we go with just stomped. Yeah. And the reason is is because the double meaning, of course, for the narrative could have been. Yeah. He steps on the guy. Oh, God, here we go. And I even texted Lon at that moment. I said, Lon, we all know how this is going to go. And then at 8.03, he texts me, holy (laughs) shit. And I'm like, holy shit, indeed. So stomped, episode 57, stomped. I like it. Do we throw an exclamation point for fun? Yes. Okay. You guys remember Stomp, the band? Yeah, the one that would do all the 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 trash cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, don't that was, know, I just remembered that. That was fun. Yeah. Whew. It's a little bit shorter, but we'll be back Saturday. Awesome. If you guys are down, yeah, I'm down. We meet at noon, here. second half. Perfect. Try to conjure up that magic again. I think it's a winnable game. And I actually thought that was the more winnable game. We said that yeah. last week. Yeah. That the Michigan game seemed like, you know what? Livers is out, sleepy Saturday morning in Ann Arbor. And you just knew that Mackey <laughs> was going to be lit. And it was for brief moments. But Illinois was so good on this Tuesday, January 21st at Mackey Arena. They slay another dragon. 12-year losing streak at Mackey is over. Who's next? Who's the next streak that we got to break? Michigan. Michigan. 2010. Michigan. Okay. I think Indiana follows shortly thereafter with like 20. You beat them a few times when they were really bad in the Korean years. So yeah, so maybe 2011 early, or something. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's always fun to just read random tweets from verified people. I know it doesn't matter, but like. Clark Kellogg just tweeted, really impressive roadkill for Illini tonight. A lot to like about this team. Watch list worthy for sure. They could make a deep run. You know, like just random people like Clark Kellogg tweeting. Given Illinois like national attention. Yeah. 
Well, we've been radio silent, the three of us, on Twitter for the last hour and a half, so mm-hmm. now we can get back out there and enjoy the rest of this victory with a wine nation. <laughs> I actually don't use that term tongue-in-cheek. When you're winning, you can use any silly term you want. This is something that a lot of fans should savor. I think they already are, just judging by tweets from friends and even my sister and and dad. And it, It does feel validation is a word that you guys have used a little bit. Not that this team needed a win like this to validate the fact that they're better or that they are a tournament team. But what this does now is kind of lets us settle in on January 21st and say, well, let's just enjoy the ride. And I got to give Juan... is back. Well, they might be. And to Lon's uh, credit, right, before the second half, he said, you know what? He tweeted something out, not verbatim, but paraphrasing here, that, you know, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this game on the road, and it's going to be ugly, and that's Big Ten basketball. Well, guess what? It wasn't ugly. It was a beautiful half, and as Brad Evans said, probably the best half of basketball Illinois has played since 2005. And now, uh, you know, it's too early to say you punch your ticket to anything, but the way this team is playing, they'll get the wins they need to, and now it's a question of, how many more extra wins do they get from that? And then on Selection Sunday. 54 days from now. Yeah. and March so 15th. Karen and I are going to be. be here. Yeah. Ah. I know. So we're, we're taking a spring break <laughs> trip to Memphis for overnight and then to New Orleans for a few days. And I, I think I'm going to have to try to like hook up this in the car on the way to New Orleans that Monday mm-hmm. morning or yeah. something. Isn't it great that you now have to plan your spring break? Because the spring break mm-hmm. always falls on that week for me. Right. For the last six years, I've had no travel conflicts whatsoever because yeah. they just get out on wednesday yep. or thursday and you're like well and now it's like well what if they're in st louis that friday on mm-hmm. sunday and i'm off school and i can just because there was a st louis regional yeah yep. and there's another few midwestern ones and you mm-hmm. know they they are going to do anything they can to make sure that most people can get to yes. these things so mm-hmm. uh, i just love that that's all on the table now. awesome yeah. it's all on awesome. the table so enjoy this and then saturday we can have another fun podcast here in the basement for episode 58 But for now, episode 57, it is stomped with Trevor Valise, Isaac Ambrose. Thanks, of course, to Fourth and Kirby, State Farm Agent Brian Hansen, DP Doe, and of course, the Illini Inquirer, partners in the relaunch of the 200 level and the Champagne Showers podcast network. We've had a lot of fun ones in what I call the most consequential year. Back in August, Steve Brightweiser and I said a most consequential year. It has been that. It is not the consequential year I thought basketball was going to be 19 days ago when they lost in East Lansing. But here we are, five wins later. I'm not hearing anything you're saying. I'm just thinking Illinois, Michigan State for the, yes. the Big Ten. Yes, and on CBS, Sorry, you know, all, and then they yeah. show us after we dun, win, dun, dun, and they got a cam- dun, 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 they got a camera of Illinois celebration party, finding out dun. where we're playing. <laughs> you know, you're a good team if they have a camera. Yeah. They yes. brought a camera to your Mark well, because if they continue, even not even at this pace, pace, but if they go 12 and 8, 13 7, they're a story. Yes, yeah. they're a yes. team that won 12 games last year. And if not for Rutgers, you'd be coach of the year. I yeah. think. Well, right now you're on a pace where you may not even reach 12 losses by the time the tournament hits. In I th- fact, you likely won't. I think Illinois is tied yeah. with West Virginia, too, for the biggest flip from okay. like how many wins you have this year versus how many wins you had. The Bob last. Huggins coaching tree. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. Go home and enjoy the rest of this. Illini fans, you'll be listening to this. Hope you enjoy sort of the <laughs> live it's be reaction. So much fun to It'll listen be interesting. To like, you know, yeah. Kobe makes a shot and they go up by three and we're like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that people, they'll be at the office and like, oh, that was a great second half. Yeah. I cannot believe the fortuitous timing that of us perfect. doing this during the that second half of that good game. Luck. Live it up, Illini fans. We'll see you on Saturday. We'll have that one shortly after the Michigan game as well, and hopefully the same luck continues when they play up in Ann Arbor. What a what a lot of fun that episode was. See you in a few short days. It is. Wait. Oh. 
Harry came up with a candy travel pun. Oh. And we'd be oh. remiss if we didn't mention it. Okay, let's hear it. He came up with trolley rancher. Like ah, a trolley car. That's good. Yeah, he said, what, how does candy travel in San Francisco? Trolley rancher. I didn't bring out the pun cards. That's fine. I just wanted to make sure we mentioned it. The only one I kind of thought of, which is maybe a little cheating, but when you go on vacation to Florida, you like to hang out on the candy beaches instead of the sandy beaches. Oh. But I used candy. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah, all right. All right. It's like a 50 pass, I'd that's say. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, well, on that note, Anyways, we'll get some new puns we're, on Saturday. Yeah. Hopefully, it's another good second half where we just lose track of doing any puns regardless. But regardless, which I've said twice now in three words, I'm still processing this. I can't get over it. <laughs> I'm not going to get over it. I'm going to live this up for the rest of the weekend. Let's go stomp around. Let's go stomp around. Alani fans, enjoy it. Live it up, and we'll see you on Saturday. It is the 200 level. <laughs>